The spiders spin their web of intrigue. <laughs> That's and I'm weird. Like, Since when was he smart enough to ever say a sentence like that? I, I was, yeah, I was gonna say that's that's weirdly like poetic for him, right? Usually his lines are "You will burn." <laughs> usually Not. his li- usually his lines are <laughs> and for the royalty. That's Inferno dial. Too much energy. Greetings, Maximals, and welcome back to Too Much Energon, the weekly podcast where we review every episode of Beast Wars ever in order, starting from the beginning. I'm one of your hosts, Christopher Siege. I am your other host, NeoCal. And this week on Too Much Energon, we have a leader class-sized episode because we are reviewing the final three episodes of the first season of Beast Wars, episodes 24, 25, and 26. Before the Storm and Other Voices, Part 1 and 2. The reason why we're doing all three of these episodes is because they are, for all intents and purposes, a three-parter. And uh, based on some research that I did recently, the only reason they aren't officially considered a three-parter is due to production scheduling when the show was being made. So, there you go. It's basically... Uh, as Cal put it when we were off air, it's basically Other Voices Part 0, 1, and 2. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, the the way before the storm ends um, even, like, directly ties right right in with the next one. Yeah, and Other Voices. And they usually part- don't say next time on Beast or do they? And I'm just crazy. Uh, they did for... Um... Uh, the trigger part one, but I don't think they have for another episode, any other episodes. Yeah, but, but they do for this, which makes me feel like it was supposed to be connected. Yeah. Well, in other voices, part one even begins with a, uh, a last time on beast wars. Yeah. That's recap, what, that's so. what made me think of that. Yeah. I was like, Oh yeah. Christopher is right. Yeah. There was like a more than a month in between. So they just, they just renamed it Before the Storm, or something like that. Yeah, Before the Storm originally aired on February 21st, 1997. Other Voices Part 1 originally aired on March 31st, 1997. And Part 2 aired on April 1st, 1997. 97 was a hype year for, for Beast Wars. Because I... Yeah. Man... Someone got April fooled on, uh, <laughs> in Part 2, which we'll get to. Uh, yes uh wow yeah so the episode before the storm um starts with some jungle cat prowling you could probably guess who it is yeah tiger bot (laughs) yep it's tigatron uh he sees some like straight uh, up a glowing mountain it's just pulsating (laughs) <laughs> oh yeah 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 it is too <laughs> that's funny i thought it had like energon sticking out of it but no, no, no. The, whole, the whole thing is pulsing with with energy and uh he kind of growls and goes and explores and we get to see a megatron throne in the dark side yep i 
thought he sat on that chair that extended from the ceiling. Have we ever seen his throne? Uh, no. Maybe this is his bedroom. That's oh, kind of is. the vibe that I'm it getting. Is. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. This is his um personal chambers. Right. Right. Um, eerie that like his hand T Rex head like can look around while Megatron's sleeping. As yeah, I was gonna... two separate entities. I was gonna bring that up because that is not something we've ever seen before. He's so... like, yeah, kind of gestured to it as if he was like talking to it, but that's kind of like how somebody will talk to themselves. But maybe, maybe that's not the case. <laughs> yeah, this thing like kind of feels like it has a mind of its own. A very is... low level, like, like subconscious or sentience. Yeah, maybe. Um, he does some weird shit with his hand later on, which lends to that theory. <laughs> I like that he's got a poster in the background of himself. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> and his alarm. Um, well, it's not an alarm; it's a computer. I like none of the Star Trek shit. Just like a big old fucking like, like speaker, like falls from the ceiling, like, and blares right in his face. <laughs> yeah, and it even like kind of like pulsates when it's talking in a cartoonic. Very part- yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it tells him that uh, there's some sort of alert going on. Yeah, like unknown energy signature defect detected at like grid whatever. Yeah, I, I like how like real this feels. Do you know what I mean? He stretches, he kind of like yawns, and he's like, okay, like show me the report. Right? Like he's it it feels like it's just another day on planet Energon. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what are we getting up to this morning? Here. Let's see what shenanigans I can get up to. Wow, that's fucking weird. A glow so this, the computer, I, I'm just going to point this out before we move to the next screen. The computer straight up shows him a the, a giant mountain, as if like they have cameras out there, a giant mountain that's glowing, right? Yeah. And Megatron goes, Maximals? And I'm like, no, mountain. <laughs> how, do, how could he possibly think it? <laughs> Maximal <Maybe he laughs> or mountain? <laughs> Oh, it seems that the new Maximal is the size of a mountain. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that, that's its beast mode. That's pretty it's, fucking savage beast mode. It's like a it's like a Titan class transformer. Oh, I just paused it here and he's got like schematics of all the like the alien like bullshit they've encountered. Yeah, the uh the probe from uh Chain of Com- all the way back in Chain of Command mm-hmm. and the uh the obelisk from the Flying Island in the Trigger part 1 and 2. Oh, and um one of the symbols, like the warning symbols left. Yeah. That weird like yeah. Huh. Uh also, I'd like to point out that in this scene, uh Megatron has no shoulder pads. Huh? He's usually oh, got like what? purple like shoulder pads. Oh, what's going on there? But he doesn't in this scene. He straight up just has, like, a joint. Good catch. Really? really? Yeah. Huh. Oh, it was something I even noticed when I watched this as a kid. So I, I he took, it was him the to to, thing. took him off to go to sleep. Oh, shit, yeah. Yeah. What? He doesn't, yeah. He's like bear. Huh. Maybe he's got parts he, like, puts on in the morning. 
Yeah, it's just intro. It's uh, something we we've never seen before. Hmm. Uh, so back at uh, Pulsating Mountain, <laughs> um, the camera like pans into the top and like some snow falls. And we see, speaking of obelisks, we see like this like stone like tablet floating on like a little like a little miniature island in this little pool that's sitting in the middle of the mountain. There's really no better way to describe it than how Christopher just did it. Yeah. <laughs> The, it's weird. There's something it, pulsating or kind of like blowing up every like five seconds. So it's cool. Uh, the, the dynamic camera, yeah, it shows like a whirlpool or like a lake inside of the volcano. Yeah. Like with the floating island spinning. Yeah. And uh, on this big stone tablet is... This blew my mind. A golden disc. Fucking blew my mind. I was like, hold up. There's another golden disc. And the smartest and most capable of the... We re, we realize what that pulsating sound is. Um, it's not natural. Uh, Inferno is... Shooting? Shooting his way through the ground? Oh, I thought he was digging. Well, there were like weird explosion sounds. Oh. Uh. But uh, when he comes out of the ground, uh, he says, By the great smelter. <laughs> Yeah, royalty uh, was correct. This great smelter? Is there like some sort of like uh who made like Fenris's Oh, sorry. Uh who made Fenris's um chains again? Oh, um in like the Norse mythology, like who was the great like smith that like forged his chains to hold the to hold Fenris until uh, well, like Ragnarok? Well, there were the there were the brothers, uh, Atri and Brock. They're the ones who made like um, uh, Mjolnir and like uh, oh, maybe- Odin's staff and uh, Tyr's yeah. sword. I can't remember. Their or names. maybe it was the elves that made Fenris's. Well, there there was also another great smelter, and uh, I can't remember what his name is. But there was a version of him that was in uh, Avengers. What was it? Oh, yeah, right, made by right. Peter Dinklage. Yeah, there, there's that oh, guy, yeah, too. Who's the giant. <laughs> yeah, whose name I can't remember, but... Yeah, but um, apparently um, Inferno um, prays to that pantheon because uh, here he is. Yeah, here he is. Um, this is a good example of when all you have is a hammer. <laughs> I'm amazed he got out of this and that there weren't, like, defense protocols in this mountain because he flies over and tries to rip the the golden like tablet off and he screams and it doesn't work and he falls down and energon they start shorting out yeah. and, and so he just screams and like tries harder yeah he's like he he's like i will not fail <laughs> he grabs uh he grabs both sides of the the golden disc and like is like <laughs> and then like finally like brute forces puts it a little off. elbow grease into it yeah, yeah. and he then brute it works. forces it and it works it. and he pulls it off just... and then he flies upward laughing like a fucking maniac screaming on fire yeah as as per usual and 
that's it. He was successful in this crazy solo mission because the next scene is Inferno inside of Megatron's personal chambers. Yeah. And the gold disc is suspended in like a, a beam of yellow light. Yeah. yeah. And, and he's like praising Inferno and he's like, oh, great job. It's what I've long expected. And uh, Inferno, I think I uh, alluded to this. Uh, you alluded to it, but it's yeah. nice to see it. <laughs> yeah. Inferno's like, yes, my queen. And he takes a bow and like turns around and waddles away. And Megatron's like, I do wish he'd stop calling me that. <laughs> This face, too. Uh. And uh, so Optimus, we cut to Optimus doing his Superman thing. This is so weird. And he's like, uh, he brings up like a radar thing on his forearm and is like, I don't understand. There's no, uh, basically, there's no sign of the uh, alien energy reading that Tigatron had reported. Mm -hmm. Uh, But then he sees like a, thing like pop up on his radar approaching him so he dodges out of the way and it zips past him and then at the end of this he's flying through this like um trench basically yeah and at the end of it this like ball that had zipped past him like opens up and uh is like a hollow projector head is in there yeah (laughs) it's like a hollow projector of megatron's head but like a, a physical probe that Megatron like launched out of the ground. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's so that bizarre. You'd think he'd just radio him. But I guess that's not always Well, he does oh. talk to him live. What the heck? This is it's cool. It's cyberpunk. The, the, but... This is more dramatic, I think. <laughs> it's, it's it's more dramatic and it's there's so much cyberpunk shit that happens in these three episodes. I love it. Hmm. I'll point it out as we go. Not like cyberpunk the game, but like cyberpunk the the genre, the feel. Um, like uh, Tigatron soon to come, uh, like freaking lawnmower man hacking. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, when I was watching that earlier, I was like, I was like, man, this is like some like hackers or like Johnny Mnemonic. Hackers, like yeah, <laughs> yeah, lawnmower um, man, Johnny Mnemonic. Nine, 90s hacking, basically. 90s yeah, computer shit. I love it. 90s pseudo-technology. Yeah, where like the net is and passwords are like physical things in a VR-scape. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, the, the hologram of Megatron's hand. Yeah, uh, and uh, I, I like Optimus' line here. He's like, well, Megatron, I'd say it was good to see you, but my truth circuits would overload. My bad joke, like dad joke, like circuits did overload hearing him say that. I was like, oh, joke of the worst joke of the show goes to. <laughs> I thought it's it was It's a very funny. optimist joke, yeah. I also like Megatron's response. He's like, oh, this is no time for pleasantries, Maximal, no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the, the dialogue, by the way, for these three episodes is phenomenal. Like... I, a different show basically like holy shit like i'm so impressed with these episodes uh well this episode was written by bob forward who also wrote uh the low road which was the energon fart episode which was surprisingly funny and clever one of the better that. episodes yeah <laughs> yeah it might be on my top 10 list 
Um, he also wrote the trigger part one and two. Oh, that guy. Yeah. He wrote, he wrote fallen comrades, the episode that introduced, uh, Tigatron and he wrote beast wars part one and two. So this, this is the guy. He's one of the guys. Yeah. Yeah. This is the, this is the guy that writes the, the good ones. Um, yeah. So he wrote this episode and other voices part one and two were, uh, co-written by him and Larry, uh, D- uh, Detilio, Detilio, yeah, Detilio, yeah, yeah. Some we <laughs> we here in Canada speak American, dang it. <laughs> uh, and they're they're the uh, the two creators of the show and the showrunners, so it makes sense that. Uh, and they they did good, man. Holy shit, did they end this on a on a bang? <laughs> um. So yeah, so uh, Megatron is basically just like uh uh. We need to talk, but in person, uh, neutral territory, both of us alone. And Optimus is like, <laughs> and Megatron's like, I want to discuss a truce. Yes. And he gives this like really like insincere smirk. <laughs> oh my God. I, I had to pause and rewind the first time I watched that, but his fucking like smirk. I'm like, Fuck off, Optimus. Don't listen to him. <laughs> that fucking smirk. And they meet like 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 a fucking kung fu movie, like on an isolated mountaintop above the cloud line. So how did Megatron get up here? I was just going to say Optimus, whatever, he can fucking fly, but like how the fuck did Megatron get there? That seems <laughs> incredibly difficult for him. And a flyer can't pick him up. No, he's too big. Way too big. I mean, uh, maybe in in we've seen Inferno be pretty fucking strong, so maybe him. Well, he's got a gigantic, like his whole like ant butt is his uh, <laughs> is his uh, jets. So maybe, yeah, yeah, why not? Sure. Uh, so yeah, uh. Yeah, so Megatron uh, is chilling up on this mountaintop, like... Waiting for Optimus. Waiting for Optimus. No Optimus. idea how he got there. Yeah. <laughs> Optimus <laughs> is like, and I've never heard him... I swear... I've never heard him swear. Or Transformer swear. He's like, what's this slag about a truce? Yeah, that's usually... Rhinox is usually... Usually and, the one uh, saying slag. Predacons uh, talk like, truce. Oh, it just means they need time to reload their weapons, which I think is my favorite line. And he one put of his my hands on his hips. Yeah, yeah, it's one of my favorite like, well, lines in the show. I think he's not wrong, it, given yeah. their history. Well, given their history on this planet, though, but like on Cybertron, they had apparently been at peace for like three centuries. Hmm. So. Hmm. Hmm. Indeed. Maybe, but basically, the <laughs> maybe maybe Optimus is just a cyber. Maybe he's a racist. Like he's racist against Predacons. How dare you? <laughs> he is pure. <laughs> well, no, that'll uh, that'll that'll bring up a question. I'm gonna save for um part two okay. of other voices. Um. Because something 
Megatron says about you optimuses are so predictable. Mm. And I'm like, who Optimus is like more, more than one. So I, I've more than meets the eye. Yeah. So I've, I'll bring that up at, at a different time, but I had thought I, you don't need to comment on it. I had thought that there was just one Optimus prime and on this it's Optimus primal because it's beast wars, but we'll get, we'll get to that, I guess. Uh, I think it's just a, um, it's just a name. It's just a name. Yeah. But so, so it is Optimus prime. Well, the prime in uh, Optima in G1, the prime means... all spark, it, right? Or you're a prime when you have been chosen by the Matrix of Leadership to be the leader oh, of the it. Autobots. That's it, right. So like at the end of Transformers the movie, like Hot Rod Rodimus. became Rodimus Prime. Prime, yeah. That's all that meant. So when it was Optimus Primal, I thought it was just a play because they all have to have kind of like animalish names. Unless you're Megatron. Then you're just fucking Megatron in every single iteration. <laughs> Forever. Because he don't give a fuck. No. I'm Ask- a T-Rex. I'll be Megatron. <laughs> I'm a gun. I'm also Megatron. <laughs> and now I'm a giant cannon. But you can call me Galvatron. <laughs> oh, funny how that works. I'm a pterodactyl. Call me Starscream. <laughs> oh wait, that's what, never wait mind. Call me Pterosaur. <laughs> I'm Waspinator. Call me Starscream. <laughs> yeah, good point. <laughs> Sick. What, why didn't he just? Why didn't he just possess? When the Starscream episode, when uh, yeah. Waspinator was possessed, why? Why didn't he just possess Pterosaur? It's the same voice actor. Uh. Probably for that reason. Because <laughs> if you like, I, I mentioned it in that episode, but like, you know, oh, like Pterosaur, Pterosaur the... barely spoke in that episode. And I think it was because they didn't want they sound it sound too similar. They sound too similar and they didn't want it to be that obvious. And when uh, Pterosaur did speak, like he really lowered his voice, like much more mm. than usual. Oh, yeah, he was juicing again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he, he was back. He was back on the on the E. But uh, to to jump back onto the island showdown, basically Megatron doesn't give Optimus um, like a choice in the matter. He says, "I have other things to attend to that are more important. Um, I don't want to have to deal with the Maximals. There's a truce, so take it or leave it." And then he like just turns his back on Optimus and walks away. And Optimus is like, "Do you take me for a fool?" And Megatron's <laughs> like, "No." I take you for a Maximo. <laughs> That's <laughs> which a good I'm line. Like, which I'm like, ooh, burn. 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 <laughs> but he's got a good point. As uh, in the next scene, when we're in the Axelon, yeah. and uh, we cut mid-convo right after Optimus presumably told the others about the truce meeting. Um... Rat Trap and Dinobot are, of course, immediately complaining about it. <laughs> of course. Yeah. Rhinox he, is like, hmm, do you think it has something to do with that alien energy signature we picked up? <laughs> and uh, it's like, uh, well, yeah, no shit, dude. Y- yeah. 
Like it's yeah. pretty, it's pretty fucking off. It's like, it's way too big of a coincidence. Even, even Optimus is like, yeah, it has to. Yeah. Megatron knows something that we don't. And, uh, yeah. So, uh, yeah. Cheetor is like, oh, we better find out what, uh, Megatron's hiding. And, uh, Rat Trap's like, oh, you mean I have to infiltrate that Pred base again? again? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and Rhinox is like, well, that might be a truce violation. And, uh, Cheetor points out, much incorrectly, I would like to point out. No, yeah, I, I have so much to say oh, about that. You t- okay. <laughs> so, um, what's yeah, what Cheetor, is Cheetor, Cheetor is the one that says it. Go ahead. Yeah, Cheetor is like, um, oh, not if he's unarmed. And I'm and like, that's that's not what a truce is. That that's not what a truce is. This episode or these next couple episodes, like they take the whole ceasefire. The, the the term ceasefire to its absolute most literal point. Well, not only that, they remember a, a truce involves a ceasefire, but a ceasefire is not necessarily a truce. Yes, right. So they use that interchangeably in parts one, other voices part one, and I'm like, hold up. I think it's Rat Trap is the first one to coin the term ceasefire instead of truce, and then it's immediately followed up by. Oh well, if it's not using guns, then I can't fire. And I'm like, eh, you you just changed what it was. Yeah, a truce is different. Like you don't call a truce and then like, hey, as long as we don't shoot our guns, it's fine. So there's some. <laughs> By all means, let's engage in espionage. <laughs> right. Yeah. That that the rules of conflict. Anyways, the, we've got a lot to say, but basically, like, oh, if he's unarmed, then it's not breaking the truce. Uh, and it's like you're you're still illegally sneaking into their base for the purposes of espionage. Like that's that goes against a truce. <laughs> yeah, the, the that in and of itself like breaks a truce. The, the, it's a rough agreement between like forces or opponents or two sides to stop fighting or arguing or whatever for a certain time. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, you could say that just being on the other side's property in their territory is breaking the truce. Yeah. Which I would argue is. Y- yes, absolutely. <laughs> but uh, that term loses so much meaning as they slowly, slowly like bend what they, they change. And anyways, we'll get into it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We'll, we'll talk about it as it yeah. comes. But Cheetor is like, Oh, it doesn't count if he's unarmed. And I'm like, what? <laughs> yeah. So uh, we we cut back to the to the Axelon, and uh, Tarantulas is being Tarantulas. Hacking. Yeah, doing he's doing bullshit. Doing some hacks. Mission Impossible stuff. Yeah. He's got like a voice modulator. Yeah, to uh, open, and he says to open uh, Transwarp Core. Uh, or containment unit, or whatever. Yeah, uh, something. Uh, code word Megatron. So he's using a voice me- modulator to sound like Megatron, and it works. And, and he, he steals a what are they called again? Uh, was it a transwarp? Transwarp. Transwarp like, core. Core. Trans- there we go. Transwarp cell. Right. Cell. Yes, because they're like batteries. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Powerful energy 
fueled, highly like volatile energy sources. Sci-fi, okay. sci-fi stuff. And uh, apparently, this uh, speaking of power, this one is only at seventy-five percent power, which uh, Tarantulas is like, mm, it'll have to do. And I'm like, that's still like most of a charge, dude. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I don't pick up my phone and go seventy-five percent. Better not leave the house. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> also, there were like six like cores there, six yeah. cells. Like, yeah, he just went with one. the first. Yeah, he just yeah. went with the first one. Like, if seventy five percent is a problem, pick up one of the other five. Yeah, and it's waspinator because you know, I guess everybody can sneak up on you on this ship. Well. Uh- I mean, bravo to Waspinator. He hasn't had much luck uh, doing that throughout the past, like, 23 episodes. (laughs) Yeah, doesn't have any luck here, either. No, but at least he was able to sneak up on him. Yeah. He he confronts... He's able to sneak up very infrequently, and then, now that he actually has, you'd think they would learn, and they would shoot first and ask questions later. You'd think. But Waspinator doesn't do that. Nobody does it on the show. Um, And he's like, no, Waspinator asks questions, see? I'm the one with the gun, see? (laughs) Now start talking. And uh, Tarantulas pulls the gold, like, spider eye that's on his forehead above his um, optic visor and, like, tosses it at Waspinator and... I guess, like, what does it do? Is it just like a smoke bomb and makes it hard to it's see through? It's a smoke through? bomb, yeah. It's like the shittiest smoke bomb ever. <laughs> well, and a smoke bomb is a stupid thing to use against another creature, another, like, creature that has, we've seen, have access to things like night vision, magnovision, et cetera, et cetera. Thermal, Thermal yeah. vision, yeah, yeah, like. Literally. <laughs> like a. Like, what's a smoke bomb going to do against someone like that? I Also, like, the, the amount of smoke it produces is, like, basically nothing. <laughs> and then he just walks, casually walks behind Waspinator and kicks him into the this uh, vault and goes, later, alligator, and, like, tosses a comical, like, like bundle of dynamite in. <laughs> Something straight, something you would see like Yosemite Sam <laughs> with <laughs> just like literally, um, like sticks of dynamite, like connected to electrical wires. Yeah. Oh, so and not uh, only is Waspin- Waspinator had asked, uh, he was like, oh, Why is Spider Bot taking transwarp cell? Answer me now, right? And uh, during all of this, uh, Tarantulas was like, The answer is simple, I'm leaving. Oh yeah, I'm leaving. Yeah. So he blew up that uh like vault. So presumably he also blew up the other transwarp cells. Yeah. Hmm. So he uh not only is he planning to uh GTFO, he's also like kind of screwed over his teammates. I just noticed that watching it this time. Yeah, like, I stopping everyone else from doing the same. Yeah, I I, I that didn't actually occur to me until just now. So. Uh-huh. Hmm. And then Megatron talks to his hand and his like T-Rex hand like eyes look at him. <laughs> yeah. It's yeah. so weird. I don't like it. I 
creepy. Yeah. 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 So drawing, um, drawing eyes on your hand and a mouth and like making a gesture t- to you. <laughs> Except that like maybe his hand is a little bit alive. I, d- I don't know. <laughs> I don't want to know. <laughs> but Megatron says some stuff that makes it seem like this is all going according to plan. Yeah, so uh, Megatron was watched all of this go down on, like... Some vid window? Yeah, yeah, basically. Yeah, on, like, uh, on basically a surveillance cam. He, he watched all of this go on, and he's all like, Ah, the inevitable treachery. Properly guided, it could serve me well. And he uh, pets his hand. <laughs> yeah. And, uh... Yeah, so he radios Black Arachnia, who is doing something with a toad. She seems all surprised, too, when he radios her, as if there's a a vid window or, like, a screen that popped up, right? Right. Because she turns around and looks at the camera, like, very, like, scared. Like, she's, like, caught doing something she shouldn't be. Yeah, like someone just, like, walked in on her, like, in the middle of something. Yeah, and um, there's like a like a poison dart frog like spinning and like an energy web. <laughs> yeah, the, the yeah, it's like a an energy web that kind of looks like it's been like weaved to look like a basket. Kind of. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and uh, uh, Megatron's like, "Hey, uh, go follow your spider friend and check out his bullshit." And she's yeah. like, uh, do I have to? And he's like, yes, you do. And then he says, please. <laughs> Would you check it out? Please. <laughs> and then he's like, now, Optimus Primal, the next move is yours. Cheers. And then when I started watching these three episodes, I was like, whatever his plan is, it's probably not as well written as the writers are like, like making it out to be, but actually it is. It actually all fits together so fucking well. Like, yeah, I'm, shockingly I'm very enough. surprised. Shockingly, like really good. I, I'm I'm impressed. So we. Uh... I was. I just was gonna be like, oh, it's like Deus Ex bullshit, right? Like Deus Ex Machina. Like, oh, I had planned this all along, but it it actually does make sense. Mm-hmm. And I was not expecting that. Yeah, I and think we'll, we'll see that as we go ahead. Yeah, I'll, I'll talk about that when we actually get to that, uh, to that, uh, that event in other voices part two. Mm-hmm. Um, but so we cut to uh, Air Razor and Rat Trap and their Air Razor is flying around and she's carrying Rat Trap and Rat Trap's complaining about flying as he always does. And <laughs> Yeah. Uh the Predacon like auto defense system kicks in and starts shooting at them and Air Razor <laughs> drops Rat Trap and he transforms and then she transforms and uh she calls up Megatron and is all like, Is this your idea of a truce, motherfucker? Yeah, your turrets are attacking me. And he's like, Oh, my bad. Let me just <laughs> turn those off for you. And he does. <laughs> Yeah, as he he's is like, like, oh, I must have forgot. <laughs> yeah, he he's 
during this conversation, he has a oh, toothbrush fuck. and he's brushing <laughs> his T-Rex hand head hand. Thing. Like it's teeth. Yeah, he's brushing Presumably. His teeth. And yes, also he is. Yeah. <laughs> and also in this scene, he once again does not have shoulder pads. No, he's lounging. It's a casual day for him. He's fucking brushing yeah. his dinosaur teeth. Yeah. It's casual Friday. There's <laughs> the, a truce. I haven't done my laundry in a week. It's great. <laughs> I didn't even take a shower today. No. <laughs> Don't even care. Uh, um, but, but yeah, he's like, oh, pardon me. Let me shut them down immediately. Yeah, and he, he does. He just flicks the switch. They turn off. And all the yeah. guns turn sad and like fall down. Oh, <laughs> they yeah, they they totally do. <laughs> uh, that's a they good retract back into their. Uh, they like fall downwards and then fold back up into the little, presumably little portable, um, like defense like fences. Like they look like these big metal like chunks. Yeah. So, and uh, uh, he's like, well, you have my apologies, but you're in Predacon airspace, lady. <laughs> in the interest of continued peace, get the fuck out. Yes. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> and she's all like, yeah, all right. So she transforms and flies away. And he's like, oh, an air razor. And she's but like, yes, dad. <laughs> <laughs> Please take your boyfriend with you. And so, uh, uh, it shows a camera, like a black and white like camera, like kind of moving around and zooming in with like some Cybertronian language next to it. And yeah. I'm like, man, like Megatron is being that like super villain that has just has like surveillance everywhere. He he's holding all the cards, right? But it seems it would make sense that there would at least be one camera near the that turret outpost. So. Yeah. Well, and as this show is established, like you don't even need a camera to uh, to look at sur- to see surveillance footage on a monitor, because uh, that's that's been a thing we've we've commented on in several episodes now. <laughs> oh, where just like magically, like it'll just like enhance a- and zoom yeah. in on things when there's no cameras nearby whatsoever yeah it's like how are we watching this exactly that's happened like eight times we're like how are we seeing this on the screen yeah <laughs> are there cameras or no there aren't cameras around they're out in the middle of nowhere we try to make we, see here's the thing listeners we try to make excuses within the realm of plausibility <laughs> and then outside of that we just give up and go eh, doesn't make sense <laughs> and move move past it but at least this time there was a camera Beast Wars does some Beast Wars bullshit. Yeah. Sometimes there's one um, platform, and sometimes there's two. Sometimes it's broken, and sometimes it's new. (laughs) Sometimes it's red, and sometimes it's blue. Yes. Uh, Um, So, Rat Trap likes cheese? Give it a chew? (laughs) (laughs) one of these episodes he even talks about cheese again um go shoot us a deer so we can eat some stew yeah why not 
<laughs> Rhinox would be the one to say that. Uh, so oh, I talked with my partner today about like why Rat Trap even knows what cheese is. <laughs> oh yeah. Well, presumably, oh, right, right, right. Yeah, we brought that up uh, a couple episodes ago. Yeah, presumably they are familiar with other cultures, with biological life forms. That's why they still refer to, refer to themselves as robots. And they know that they eat. And when they're in their beast modes, they they can eat too, right? So they they know what food is. And Rat Trap probably, at in the very least, has heard of cheese, right? Yeah. And so it makes sense that if they have other cultures like documented and stuff, right, that they know the stereotype that like, you know, mice and rats like cheese. Yeah, why not? Sure. <laughs> yeah. I think I think more uh, realistically is the writers just didn't even think of that when they oh, were writing the dialogue. Not. <laughs> no, we're we're absolutely yeah. overthinking that. <laughs> like children show people, ninety nine, well written children show all around, but like ninety nine percent chance, like the writers just didn't even that didn't even occur to them. Can you imagine us like walking in and being like, "Well, oh, we're trying to like discuss philosophy about the show. Like, how is it that he knows what cheese is? Does he have Earth records? Like." Right and all that stuff around, they just like stare at us blankly, and they're like, "Dude, it's a kid show. <laughs> like rats like cheese." Oh, yeah. that's it. Yeah, dude. And they just go back to work, <laughs> and we're like, "Oh, well, fuck us." <laughs> <laughs> uh, never meet your heroes, kids. Never meet your heroes. <laughs> As we just pretend <laughs> we know what it's like talking to them. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Uh. But yeah, basically they they're talking to Optimus and he's like, "Well, how'd the mission go? We failed. We utterly failed." Yep, and he's like, "Oh, too bad." And then it's revealed when they look at a th- perfectly rendered 3D model of the dark side on the the kitchen table. Have you did you notice that? It's not like a laser projection. It's like a physical like or it's a terrific laser projection like a physical model of the dark side yeah or maybe it's so so maybe it's like the laser thing that it shows but it's like what's it called when they like make solid things out of like light in sci-fi ah whatever (laughs) um um you kind of know what i'm talking about right in mass effect they not mass effect who cares i'm thinking Uh, of like replicators in star trek yeah and replicators they they atomize things to the best of its ability to recreate things though right yeah like the things they're making they're essentially putting together atoms into chain molecule chains at such a degree that they can make whatever they want as long as they have the energy to do so right yeah yeah so maybe they made a Maybe that was a Cheetor project. <laughs> and, uh, that, uh, that that was that was his final that was his final project for his practicum. And whoa, I just hit a glitch in the matrix here. So we zoom in on the dark side, and yeah, there's a glitch in the matrix. Um, when and it's revealed the actual plan was for um, Tigatron to infiltrate the base. 
Yeah. Yeah. And there's just like a random hole. There's there's often it, random holes in the dark side as we've <laughs> we found. And if they're not made by Optimus, they're they're there from the crash, right? If you look closely as he jumps into the hole, he actually doesn't jump into the hole. He clips through the right side of the the frame and doesn't hit the hole at all. Oh, wow. Do you see that? No, I didn't see that. Oh no. I I just paused it at a weird spot. No, he 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 jumps through. It was just a mirage. I I tricked myself. No, he he got in. Oh, yeah, yeah, you're right in. though. Why don't they patch these holes? Yeah, like Get out the fucking welding tools, guys. They like, can make turrets, right? They can make all these projects. They can make a whole goddamn fucking machine to turn a Maximal into a Predacon. But y'all motherfuckers can't, like, put some, like, sheet metal and, like, close up the holes that the Maximals keep coming through? This is, like, the fifth time they've infiltrated the base. Yeah, like, dedicate your Saturday afternoon to that <laughs> first. Do you know how many cycles this took? At least three. <laughs> and we uh, we cut to not the dark side, presumably some subterranean uh, tarantulas layer. And if I'm not mistaken, we saw the layer um, on the low road. Yes, yes. But well, this we, time... we, we've seen his lair a few times. We also saw it in the web. Right, but there's like, there's I I feel like there's two, right? Like there's this, this one. one. The, the, yeah, this is the one from the low road. It definitely looks different than the one from the web. Yeah, like they're in two different locations. One's blue, right, and it's like dark and wet, and the other one's kind of like gold and it's full of little tunnels almost. Yeah, and, yeah, and the one in the web was like a lot more spacious. And this one's like natural tunnels or something, whereas the other one was like a cavern or something. And I also yeah. get the impression, based on those two episodes, that the cave, the big cave that he has, um, is close to the, the dark side, the Predacon base. But this one is closer to the Maximal base. Just based on like how they moved around and how fast the Maximals found this. Like, this is more in neutral territory in between them. Mm-hmm. Trying to space it out in my head. <laughs> For when I make my Beast Wars tabletop RPG, <laughs> and I have to draw the maps, I really want to do fucking that. Play that. I, I posted a Facebook status like uh, about a week ago. Like serious question: like who would actually be up for like doing a Beast Wars RPG? And like nobody reacted oh, to I it at that. all. See, that's the thing about Facebook is it doesn't like. Sh- It'll show you the same like posts from like three people. Yeah. And you might miss a ton of stuff. I didn't know you posted that. I'd be fucking down for that. That'd be well, rad. Well, after like two days <laughs> after like two days of getting no engagement whatsoever on the post, I was a little embarrassed and deleted it. <laughs> I know those feels. <laughs> but now that you've I'm glad that you mentioned it, I straight up I would run that. There is a there is a um uh, there is a Transformers uh, uh, role-playing system on Cybertron.com, oh, which really? uh, which my partner found for me, which I found kind of funny. Uh, she sent me the link to it. I found it kind of funny. I'm like, oh, it's Cybertron.com. I go to that website all the time, like reading like toy news. <laughs> yeah, and she found resources for a, a tabletop RPG. Yeah, I'd definitely be down for that. 
Yeah, I'd uh, I I'd probably also want to like do it as a podcast too. Oh, that would be crazy. Yeah, have a uh, a Beast Wars RPG podcast. Listeners, we're we're com- we're brainstorming like live on the air here. <laughs> yeah. If you if you're interested in that, let us know. Send and you'll be at our at too much energy on. And we'll uh, we'll interview you to see if you're uh, right for our uh, Beast Wars RPG. Yeah. Uh, but to to get back to before the storm, um. We rejoined Tarantulas in one of his underground layers, but this time it shows a camera, much like the one that was near the turret field. So presumably Megatron is just watching him. Right. I want to know how Megatron has these cameras everywhere. Inferno set them up? Maybe? Maybe they're He's had a lot of time to put them, put them up. Oh, I mean, yeah, install them at all. Well, they've been on Planet Energon now for 24 weeks. Fair. So. Fair. They've had <laughs> a lot of time to sneak around and set cameras up. That's like almost half a year. Yeah. Um, yeah, so uh, the severed head of Waspinator comes into frame, and uh, it was kicked there by, uh, by Black Arachnia. It even goes, oh. <laughs> And, uh, yeah, Tarantulas is, uh, all like, oh shit. And takes like literally a propane tank and like slides it over to block view of the transwarp oh, yeah. cell. It's a like literally propane a fucking tank. propane tank. For like a barbecue. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I, I, I feel like that might, may have just been like a 3d model that they had like stored away in their software. Some, somewhere, something from reboot. Yeah. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> it was just like a, it was just a random like model that they had in a folder somewhere, and they're like, "Oh, what can we use? Sh- pro- propane tank? Sure, why not? <laughs> propane tank? Uh, dot uh, JPEG? Sure. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, for some reason, so Lady Arachnia is acting very like, like I don't know how to word the spy who loved me kind of kind of thing and she's trying to like get in his good books and act seductive and apparently act, part of acting seductive is kicking waspinator's head straight at tarantulas who catches it with his claws yeah she's like oh looks like you're up to some shenanigans and he's like oh i don't know what you're talking about <laughs> and he tosses waspinator's head away poor waspinator and, and uh, uh, you know, I, I called them hot tubs. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, and uh, yeah, we I, I referred to it as the the hot tub heel machine. The hot tub heel machine is what you yeah yeah. And so, here we are in what Megatron's personal chambers again. Yeah. Uh, He's in a hot tub. His own personal jacuzzi. Cheers. And he's watching the camera feed of. Black Arachnia try to work her worm her way into Tarantulus's heart. Um, sorry, I've just paused it to get a good look at. Uh, actually, this is pretty. This is a pretty good shot too. I might even make it the show art for the episode. Um, but it's a uh, it's Megatron sitting in his hot tub heel machine. And it's uh, a good one. 
he yeah. leans back. Yeah, he leans back and there's like all this stuff. Like he straight up has a shelf in the background that has like uh a statue of the Predacon symbol, a bowling pin, and a something picture that, of some sort. Something that looks like honestly, it looks like G1 Megatron's gun. Oh, his arm. Like his his can his like cannon yeah, with the yeah, yeah yeah his cannon that black cannon that's on G one Megatron's right arm. Good eye, yeah, yeah. It kind of looks like it. It looks like the little scoped cannon thing. Yeah, <laughs> it's the picture on the top. Picture frame. I can't quite. I also can't make out what is beside the bowling pin, like to the left of it. It looks like kind of like a head, a skull, like a human skull. There's something purple on it. Hmm. Yeah. Oh well. Yeah, and the uh, the the there's like a little hover thing to hold the uh, the golden disc. And he's got a he's got a door in his room in his uh, jacuzzi here that has spikes on it. it. Looks like something out of like Bowser's castle. I was going. That's a, that's <laughs> an apt description. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's even red too. It's yep. like one. Of, it's like one of the boss doors in Super Mario World. Oh yeah, good point. And even um, but on on this, it's kind of like it has like two big giant like pressurized like anti blast like locks. Like it's locked from the inside, and this is that. This looks like this room has more um, has more security than the rest of the entire dark side. For times when you need to unwind, when shit is going down, yes. Megatron voice code AT and T override. Well, he does and he say, says, yeah, ATT override. <laughs> I have some special programming of my own to add. Oh, I missed this before. Okay, yeah, yeah, this yeah. part. Yeah, he was like, uh, computer uh, access transwarp cell, ATT override. That's Voice important. code Megatron. Okay. That, okay. That's very important, yeah. So he, he, he has hacked the transwarp cell. Yeah, he says I have my some of my own programming to add, and then he throws his arms up and cackles, and yeah. you can hear his cackling like reverberate through the ship, and it just kind of shows like Tigertron scooting about in the in the air ducts. But I feel like Rat Trap still would have been better for this. <laughs> Fucking pterosaur, man. <laughs> yeah, you knew exactly what I was laughing about. <laughs> yeah, his existence is just humorous. <laughs> uh, yeah, so Tigatron is walking through the hall, and he like goes to round a corner, but then you see ter- Pterosaur in his pterodactyl form, just like hopping along down at the awkwardly hopping, just oh, <laughs> like with his wings, like doing that weird chicken <laughs> hop thing that he does. <laughs> it's very. It doesn't get old. No. And and um, Tigatron whips back, and he goes, hmm, black ship, bad place for this white cat. And I'm like, you're more toothpaste colored. <laughs> you're, you're white and green, my dude. Or bluish green? Aqua? Hey, what color is that? He's minty. He's minty. Yeah, he's minty fresh. <laughs> uh... 
So we cut back to the the Axelon and Cheetor is sitting at the dinner table looking kind of bored and he He's looking at like projections of the different alien like sites they found. Yeah. And uh this is actually kind of a useless scene, honestly. It is. Cause yeah, Cheetor is basically just like, Oh, Big Bot, do you think Tigatron will find out what the Preds are up to? And Big Bot is like, he has to. Megatron has found out some serious shit, and we have to know what it is. Anyways, we, back to Tigatron. <laughs> and then we come back. It is such a useless scene. It is, yeah. Basically uh, sitting around while Tigatron puts his life on the line. And okay, this is where this is what I mean by some like cyberpunk shit. Yeah. He reaches into somewhere in his belly and he pulls out like a tiger claw like computer USB dongle. There you go. It's like an energy like whip that comes out of his like core. Yeah. And he like plugs it he the uh, like Jeffrey tube kind of like maintenance. He pulls a panel off the wall and there's all these circuits and everything and he like hard wires like hacks like right into the system. And then shit gets wild. Yeah. Like yeah, he puts he... the other end into his head. Yeah. Like, like you were saying, like literally Johnny Mnemonic. <laughs> and um or Cyberpunk if you've uh, played any Cyberpunk game and like holy shit man, like this lawnmower man scene where he like virtually like explores like the Predacon database by like flipping like flipping things and like going through codes and he like flies around it's it's indescribable this is yeah we we see shit yeah he's like it's a point of view shot uh it's from his point of view and we see like floating vr hands which from what i've seen is actually how like vr works nowadays so basically beast wars predicting the future Yeah, and he it's like that that technology absolutely did not exist at the he time. He grabs um what almost seems like a dreidel or like a D eight in the top left of the screen. Uh and presumably that is some sort of Predacon code cracking software he has, right? Because as he grabs that, he spins around the Predacon like symbol in front of him in VR space and puts in this password. Yeah. And he like zooms through like some cables and goes into like this huge area with tons of lasers and lights and and like 3D like virtual space buildings everywhere. And he comes across a weird Rubik's Cube of Megatron's head. <laughs> right? Yeah. Is that and the best he, way uh, to describe it? Yeah, that's a good way to put it. And he uh <laughs> twists it around a bunch until it makes like it actually looks like yeah, yeah, like the like correct depiction of Megatron's head, <laughs> and it like flips up, and then uh, Tigatron like, I'm in. <laughs> yeah, virtually zooms into the bottom of it and uh, goes through like a what looks kind of like a Stargate tunnel, basically. <laughs> yeah. I'm thinking and people who made these shows liked Stargate. This is wild, yeah, and he brings up all of this data in Cybertronian until he eventually like hacks his way into this is a crazy hacking scene, man. He hacks his way into the data about them finding another gold disc. Yeah. 
Yeah, so uh, we see a 3D rendering of the golden disc, and then we we're out of the uh, we're out of VR land, and Tigatron's like, "Buy the Matrix." I love and that. <laughs> the dramatic Beast Wars music starts playing. Um, Buy the Matrix, which doesn't come out for another two years. It's ahead uh, of its time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then Pterosaur, I guess, did see him. Well, the the Autobot Matrix of Leadership was uh, <laughs> eighty six. Eighty six. So ten years prior to this. <laughs> so, so yeah, t- uh, uh, Pterosaur sees this going down, and he says a line that I really like. He's like, "Well, well, looks like Curiosity just claimed another cat." <laughs> this has got some good good lines <laughs> in this episode, uh, and he cocks his gun, and I'm like. So, like, are you allowed to shoot him? Because, like, Tigatron broke the truce. And oh, as he, we find out... It... Yeah, he addresses that. Uh, so we uh, cut to Megatron talking about a storm of, like, insurmountable power approaching. And that Beyond power... imagination. That power will be mine. Yes. <laughs> and he's just talking to Inferno. <laughs> I don't even know if he's talking to Inferno if, or if he's just monologuing to himself and Inferno happens to be there. <laughs> uh, yeah, That's a so, good fucking point. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, he starts <laughs> laughing and then he laughs like so much that he starts coughing. And I really wonder if that, that was... reminded me of you so much. I was like, <laughs> uh, this is what I mean by this episode feels real. <laughs> I I legitimately wonder if that bit was something that actually happened in recording that David Kay was just like laughing so much and then he just like started coughing during the recording session it and must be. they I, thought I, they thought it was so funny that they just left it in the episode. I love that. <laughs> uh, it's so I, I real that. and it humanizes them just like um, Megatron waking up earlier and he's like, "Yes, computer." Uh, on screen right like it's this is pretty good it's good writing yeah but you're right that does feel like the voice actor just ended that long laugh with like a cough and they they just kept it (laughs) uh so yeah and he he's basically uh, power mad he's like to think that my goals were limited to that of mere energon and he finishes up his monologue and an alarm goes off and i like his reaction he's like he's like all the power of the world will be mine yes alarm ah! Ah! <laughs> <laughs> good. It's, it's so well written uh, <laughs> and all the power of the world shall be mine and then the alarm goes and he gets like ah! <laughs> I don't know why I found that so funny, but <laughs> oh. it's, it's two moments back to back that really humanize the humanize Megatron. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. So uh, Pterosaur puts uh, puts a gun to Tigatron's head, and Tigatron's just like, "You can't shoot. We have a truce." And Pterosaur is like, "Oh, I remember." But you know my trigger finger, it just might forget. That little bastard. 
And uh, Tigatron's like, well, permit me to jar its memory. And he transforms and like pounces Pterosaur and then fucks off. And Megatron yeah. comes running in and is all like, get him, get him. But no get shooting. Him. We do have a truce, remember? <laughs> but no shooting. <laughs> and I'm like, that's, but he's, he's trespassing. Yeah. What different? Uh, I mean, okay. The, the truce is technically already broken. Yes. By the sheer act of Tigatron trespassing on the base. He broke uh, into their it's, into their it's, house. It's, yeah, and stole information and it's yeah. just Come on. Come on, guys. <laughs> but maybe their the definition of uh, what a truce is 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 loosey goosey. It's like the the most generic form is um an agreement between two opposing sides to stop fighting for a certain time. Yeah, well, so and like I mentioned, like I mentioned earlier, physical? right? Like they're they're bending the rules. Yeah, like I mentioned earlier, they're taking the uh, the the ceasefire aspect of a truce to its most yeah. literal interpretation. Mm-hmm. And then it gets gets worse. <laughs> oh, it, oh, it gets worse, even worse in the next scene. Um, so uh, Scorponok tries to intercept Tigatron and starts running toward him. And then Pterosaur comes up behind Tigatron and they're both like running toward Tigatron. And you see exactly where this is, where this is going to go Yes, because Tigatron exactly. jumps out a hole that happened, the hole that he came in that happens, happens to, be right to be right there. And uh, Tiger predictably Tigatron and Pterosaur run right into one another. Um, yeah, yeah, Scorponok and, and Oh yeah, yes, yeah, yeah, Scorp yeah, sorry, Scorponok and but, like I like how intent like Scorponok is running like the T one thousand. Like he looks intimidating. Did you see Pterosaur? The way he was running he was, with his hands out. Yeah, he was running with with his like arms a ten year old like, like, like learning how to play football the first time in his life. <laughs> Keep your hands up, Billy. <sighs> like it's it's embarrassing. <laughs> It's embarrassing, and you should be ashamed of yourself. <laughs> Pterosaur, huh? you throw like my great-grandmother. And she didn't have arms. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, there, there's a there's a flare shot up in the air by uh, presumably Tigatron. Yeah. And the rest of the uh, the rest of the Maximals um, I guess get ready to cover his escape because this information, if he got any, is like very important to the Maximals. Yeah. And uh, Rat Trap calls Tigatron, Tigatron the Barbarian. Yep. I'm like, and, well, uh, yeah. The Maximals have a like a giant steel like sheet because reasons. <sighs> like we see what they this do is... with it, but it's like. Yeah, but... That was extremely situational. Yeah. Imagine how embarrassed they'd feel hauling that thing out here and that one thing they needed to happen doesn't fucking happen. Right? Yeah, okay. It's not just me. Yeah, yeah. It's so dumb. <laughs> but yeah, there's an action shot of all the um, Preds chasing uh, Tigatron. Yeah, and uh, yeah, Optimus transforms and like super apes into the air. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Dinobots like 
uh, fuck yeah, battle. Woo! And he transforms and has his uh, drill rapier and whirly tail out. And Optimus, Optimus is like, no, no weapons. No weapons. And the unique god of Batman, this. <laughs> <laughs> Basically, Batman rules. And uh, Dinobot's just like, oh, all right. Okay. So he goes back to beast mode for some reason. It's like, dude, you could have stayed in robot form. You have arms when you're in robot form. <laughs> this must have been easier in robot form. Right? Yeah. Um, yeah, so he goes back to, to beast mode and looks over and sees a boulder just that just happens to be chilling out at the Perfectly top of the hill. Perfectly round. We know where that's going. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And we uh, we jump back into the air, and Air Razor and Optimus are there, and they're like, "Oh, how are we going to handle this?" And I'm like, "What? Inferno by himself, <laughs> with no weapons? What is he going to do? Like, just scream at you?" <laughs> and literally, a few seconds later, as he goes to approach Air Razor, they somehow do some switcheroo, and Inferno screams at them, and Optimus like reaches behind him and rips some cords that connect the torso of Inferno to his, like, propeller tail. Yeah. And I'm like, that's the... What What difference is shooting him and, like, physically, like, ripping parts of him out? That's breaking the truce, man. Yeah. (laughs) Come on. That's not (laughs) peaceful. That's ripping vital components needed for him to fly out of him. Yeah. <laughs> so I argue Optimus is actually the first one, or besides, um, no, well, besides them trespassing. Yeah. Uh, Optimus is the first one to technically break the the truce, but oh, because he didn't shoot him, him falling like a kilometer up in the air is just fine. <laughs> uh, so speaking this of fucking which, pan. Uh, so. Tigatron is like running up a hill and he's being chased by Terrorsaur. Right on his heels. Right on his heels. And uh, Tigatron like jumps leaps over, over a trench. Yeah, jumps over a trench. And here come Rhinox and Cheetor <laughs> with that steel wall that they were carrying around. The steel sheet. Yeah. And uh, Terrorsaur's like eyes bug out and he. <laughs> crashes beat cartoon first, slams into it right into it and we see like the indentation of his beak like pushed through the steel sheet and i'm like that's still I, attacking people i how is that how is that different than like like punching him or hitting i yeah, uh, they the, they break the rules more and more as these episodes go, uh, and I'm like, yeah. so none of you know what a truce is, I see, <laughs> including Optimus. Okay, okay, great military leader. Oh yeah. yeah, for for the listeners, I actually really do like these episodes like yeah. a lot. I yeah. think they're some of the best episodes in season. The one. truce is kind of janky. Yeah, uh, uh, my partner said that too. She said I li- I like these, but. Like the worst part of them is this like hokey truce yeah. shenanigans. Yeah, the 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 truce subplot. Uh, they they it really should have been an all or nothing thing. Um, either yeah, completely like maintain it or 
just don't even um, bother with it. Just don't even bother with it. Yeah, because I I'd actually even add that like these like comical moments moments don't. It just takes up airtime. It doesn't lend anything to the story. No, it's just, like in this case, like it's just an action sequence that doesn't really mean anything. Yeah, even though um, a huge boulder. Now I'm just gonna skim over the next part. Dinobot, surprise, surprise, lays like a fake pit trap, and when the two spiders jump over it, um, the giant boulder like rolls down and squishes them. Now, if this played a part, like let's say this decommissioned um, Black Arachnia and Tarantulas for a while, I'd go, oh, okay, that's fair. But like they're just up and at it again. Like there's no repercussions to any of these fights right here. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, even Pterosaur gets out of his predicament merely by transforming. Oh yeah. He transforms and he's fine. So like and- glad you guys brought that like eight by five like aluminum sheet. <laughs> <laughs> and like, then I- and then uh Rat Trap is literally doing some fucking matador shit. Actually, got, yeah, actually, he has a red cape. Yeah, and he's <laughs> doing the whole Toro 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 thing to Terrasaur, who buys who buys right into it. So he charges yes. right at Fuck. Rat Trap because reasons, and then Rat Trap pulls the cape away, and it's Rhinox's beast mode ass. It's Rhinox's big fat rhino butt. <laughs> His and, big fat donk. <laughs> and and Terrasaur slams into it. And Rhinox just like sits on him and then like starts like rubbing his butt right into him. <laughs> and Dinobot like, turns like I like I swear he's like getting off on this or something. I that is not for us to <laughs> <laughs> to speculate or judge. <laughs> And um, Dinobot turns to Optimus and he's like, peaceful. Very and Optimus peaceful. is like, yeah, very peaceful. And I'm like, no, no, it isn't. No, it's not. That's not how a truce works. Oh, this was the line, by the way. We, we cut to Scorponok, who apparently was not chasing after Tigatron. Um, and he's right beside Megatron. And they're looking at uh, a camera feed. And Scorponok's like, Darn, he got away! Darn, he got away! It was close, though! <laughs> right. Okay, yeah, I remember now, yeah. And Darn, I'm like, he got away! It was close, though! That That's so wholesome to me. I I don't know why, but I love that line and the fact that Scorponok <laughs> is the one delivering it. Darn, <laughs> he got away! Like... Like a, like Ned Flanders from The Simpson trying to swear. <laughs> yeah, it, it was close though. <laughs> like trying sounds, to look on the bright side. I I, I kind of get goofy vibes from it, honestly. Like it sounds oh, like something goofy. Got away. It was close though. <laughs> it's, yeah, it sounds like something goofy would say. <laughs> now, Max, it's better to have tried to catch the tiger rather than, uh, not. Doing the eye of the tiger at all? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> oh, <yeah>. oh yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, And then um, Megatron's like, "Ha ha! Well, he may have gotten away." <laughs> but, but we still got the golden disc. Ha ha! Ha ha! Fuck you! Ha ha! 
It's too early uh, in the episodes to uh, start going crazy. Yeah, yeah, we've still we've still got two whole episodes left after this. Yeah. So uh, we cut to all of the Maximals in beast form, like standing uh, on top of a like. It's the um, panel that moves over the uh, the bridge of the ship, so that oh, Optimus right. can fly out. Yeah, right. So they're standing on that, and uh, they're basically just like. What's the 411, Tigatron? Yeah. And he's all like, uh, yeah, Megatron found another golden disc. And, uh, you know, the aliens, the ones who have been, like, doing all this weird shit for the past, like, 23 episodes? They're coming! Now! <laughs> and everyone's, like, gasping, and it's playing this, like, dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun music. They're on their way here. And I don't think they're very happy. And Optimus yeah. is like, looks off ominously. Well, that's just prime. And da, that da, was da. before the storm. Because yeah. there is now a storm going on. So to, to TLDR the, the, that conversation, <clears throat> the reason the mountain was glowing was because it was acting like a natural beacon. And that's right. how they were able to find the gold disc. And they deciphered it, and it's like, oh, th- presumably it was supposed to activate to signal its creators to to return, and that's why Megatron and now the Maximals even know that someone's coming. It's not like you know, it's like a Mayan Mayan hieroglyphic, and they wrote, um, you know, <laughs> twenty twelve, uh, the end of the world is going to happen. Yeah, they. Uh, Presumably, that's what the the beacon and the mountain glowing was all about in the first place. So, shit is shit is happening fast now, folks. Shit is going down. Well, and the the golden disc like has information on it that Megatron uh, was able to extract. Yes, but I'm not. Do do we know that yet? Do they know that? Um. I don't I actually don't know, so I will hmm. refrain from commenting further. Um but yeah, so other voices part one. We we open in space and uh, a trans warp portal opens and uh this like glowing like oval ball of energy. Mm-hmm. Uh, Another emerges. thing from space. And uh at the Axelon, um, an alarm goes off, and the computer tells Rhinox that uh, that uh, alien energy signature detected. And Rhinox is like, uh, cross reference it with uh, Stonehenge, will you? <laughs> yeah, basically. And the computer is like, yep, they're the same thing. <laughs> Rhinox is like, shit. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah. He's like, uh, yeah, our our old our friends have finally arrived. Optimus uh, with the le- Optimus with the uh, dad jokes. He's like, just what we need—a visit from the landlord. <laughs> Q yeah. laugh track. <laughs> yeah, Q laugh track. And I'm like, Optimus, stop. <laughs> um. So yeah, he was like, uh, what was it? Rat trap and air razor. He said were the closest. Yeah, rat yeah, trap and air razor. razor. He's like, radio them, and uh, I'll meet them there. And Rhinox is like, well, the Preds would have picked this shit up too, you know? 
And Optimus is like, well, we still have a truce, I hope. And then he uh, super apes away. And we're now we're at uh, Tarantulas's lair and Tarantulas uh, is also picking up on this shit. And uh, he asks the computer like to calculate when the next stasis pod would crash land. Interesting. Yeah. Which means he's had he's been able to maybe he was the astronomer or the meteorologist of the group. Well, we know in the very least he's a scientist, right? He's a mad scientist. It's it's shown us a few episodes back that he was able to predict the like um, gravitational decay of the stasis pods, which is how they found Inferno in the first place. Well, you had mentioned that your partner said that he had it appeared like he figured out a way to essentially make that stasis pod or yes. stasis pod land. He did something, right? And that's, he did and that's something. Why so and a far light flashed on the pod yeah and that's why like that's the only stasis pod in this entire show we've seen land smoothly and it was the one he manually like ejected out of stable orbit yeah i forgot yeah yeah i, re- I remember that now yeah he manually brought that down so it's like why can't he do that again he definitely manually brought that one down when we re- rewatched it yeah like without without a shadow of a doubt, he like pressed a button on the computer and like lights like blinked and a whole bunch of stasis pods <laughs> were like lined up in the air and this one like maneuvered with like little jets and like came down. Yeah, yeah, it so broke I, formation and then like came down and landed perfectly. Yeah, smooth sailing until he fucked with it. <laughs> yeah, ironically, I, I mentioned this on that episode, but ironically, the only stasis pod to actually have a smooth landing ends up being the most like batshit insane <laughs> protoform. I think it's because he fucked with it. <laughs> but um, I like our idea that like actually like that stasis pod just happens to have an absolutely like bananas um, <laughs> <laughs> maximal inside. Oh. <laughs> uh. The, the the weird janitor of the of the, on the ship, yeah. Uh, the uh, what's what's an insect like researcher, an insect scientist, a uh, a zoologist. Well, I know a zoologist is like animals and uh, en- entomologist. Oh, that's it. Yeah. Um, maybe he's the entomologist, and he really liked ants. I I don't know. <laughs> I'm that's a stretch here but basically uh back to the the other voices tarantulas is pissed because the stasis his computer tells him the stasis pod um the next one to like fall to the planet won't happen for 30.6 megacycles that sounds like a couple of saturday afternoons (laughs) yeah (laughs) at least two more saturday afternoons yeah and uh yeah there's just there's too much shit going down too much shit man not enough time and And he's like oh i need a stasis pod to get off this stupid planet yeah i think he calls it a dirt ball dirt ball yeah and we hear a voice who's like and why would you want to do that partner and black arachne is there and she winks at him he's like i'm not your buddy guy now go away. And she's like, uh, 
uh, yeah, I'm here to help you. And uh, he's just like, haha, why do I need your help, bitch? And she's like, well, I can get past the Maximal's defense system. And he's like, but the Axelon is broken. So, like, what are you getting at? And she's yeah, like, won't fly again. Yeah. And she's like, well, true, basically is like, well, true, but they have an entire uh, cargo hold of intact stasis pods and a clever One. spider like you might be able to uh, use a transwarp cell and a stasis pod to create an escape ship. Ah, so this is important. It feels very verbose for anyone listening and like watching the show. Like if you're just watching it in the background, these are like very plot and info heavy episodes. Yeah. So basically, also, also there's a ahead. bit of continuity here too because like this is this is calling back to uh the episode Spider's Game that we were just talking about. Mm-hmm. Uh like he like if you recall in that episode, he didn't really care about the protoform. It was the stasis nope. pod that he wanted. And yeah. yeah, this now we know why. Yeah, and at the very end of the episode he's like it's because I need to get off this planet. And now it's it's following up with that. So he can do it with a stasis pod, but apparently it can't leave the surface. It can't escape the, the gravity of the planet uh, without a transwarp cell. I think, I don't know if it's that, if it's that it can, can't leave the planet. I think it's just it can't really travel very far in space. They need a transwarp cell to, one, presumably get back to their time and their own time and two to travel a great distance because they seemingly are a long it's like way a away lot from of energy. Yeah. And a transwarp cell will, will get them there somehow. Right. We'll get yeah, them there. Maybe you're right. It's not necessarily that they need to leave the atmosphere with the transwarp cell. It's that it's like a sci-fi battery, right? That'll power something for a long time. Presumably. Well, I, I don't think it's that. Cause like, if you no? look at it in like, say star Trek ter- terms where like you have like ships have like impulse engines and it's like oh if you're traveling at full impulse from like oh, so you're point, suggesting from... that yeah sorry you're like impulse engines are like when you're inside of a system like earth yeah, to yeah. mars but so it's like warp... if you want to travel from like you know one one like solar one system to another if you're tra- just traveling at full impulse it'll take you like Hundreds of years. It'll, well, it'll take you like a month or two. But if you travel at like full warp, at like warp whatever, it'll take you like a day. Right, because it's faster than light. Right. Yeah. So I, I think. So you're thinking the transwarp cell can actually like help them like bend space to to get to Cybertron again. Yeah. Oh, okay. So it's not well, a matter of just fuel. It's. It's sci-fi. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, and yeah, I mean that's okay, how they that's how they that's how they got to planet Energon too, right? Right, right. Because they followed Megatron through like a like some sort of warp through yeah. time and space. Yeah, through a uh, through they locked okay, onto his transwarp signature now. and uh, followed him through the transwarp bubble that yeah. the so presumably the transwarp cells can also create another like wormhole or warp. Yeah. Okay, okay, now I'm following. That makes more sense. Yeah. The pr- the problem is stasis pods can only fit one of them. Yeah. Mm. This is where my uh this is where my uh my my Star Trek <laughs> knowledge comes comes in handy. No, it that's a good analogy. 
Yeah, that makes sense. So, uh, yeah, Black Arachnia points out that uh, most of the uh, Maximals aren't at the base because they're, like, looking for that alien doohickey. And uh, uh, she's like, yeah, we could have that pod in just under two megacycles. And I'm like, two two days? <laughs> two two hours? <laughs> Have we? I can't remember. Did we establish what a megacycle was? I'm like the worst, like, like host for <laughs> East Wars. I'm like, how much is a megacycle again? Well, that's Cycles the thing. Cycles like minutes, and go ahead. <laughs> uh, four Coronas on a Saturday afternoon. <laughs> <laughs> we worked way. on that all Saturday. I'll have you know. <laughs> <laughs> do, you, do you remember or is it just me that <laughs> no we we never really figured it out because it, it's pretty nebulous because like the terms that they use are pretty like whether they say cycle or mega cycle like it seems to be interchangeable like it seems right. to be context sensitive however long it means and also like because you would look this i i you did would look you would look this we've up. talked about it yeah yeah and it's remember do you want me to yeah, the Beast Wars, <laughs> the uh, Mega Cycle is an hour, but if you're, but the uh, the cartoon, right? Like the animated uh, G one, it was two point six. Yeah, and then in some like comic book or something, it was in like... the two thousand five run of comics, a Mega Cycle was ninety three hours. <laughs> <laughs> so, who knows? I, yeah, we certainly don't. And then the, there was a 2019 run, and like a mega cycle was like 1,000 cycles. <laughs> so like, so how long's a cycle then? Uh, one approximately one minute. Okay. So in the latest run of comics, a mega cycle is 1,000 minutes. Oh. One thousand <laughs> divided by sixty-two hours, <laughs> which is sixteen point six hours. So, so wow, that, they're all over the board. So like a little over half a day. <laughs> so uh, yeah, but a but... Saturday morning and afternoon. <laughs> yes, <laughs> eat hearty. <laughs> Uh, for tonight, we, we dine in hell. Yes, <laughs> yes. But I'm I'm gonna go with like two point six. I or sorry, uh, one, which is the established canon of of specifically Beast Wars. But that's yeah, just she, the cycle. Yeah, she she's making it sound like it's not that long of a period of time. So I'm guessing in this context, it's like just a couple hours. Yeah. They could get in and out in a couple hours. Yeah. And it's revealed that Megatron is watching. And I'm like, did... Now, is she helping Megatron? Or is she oblivious to Megatron watching them? No, uh, I get the impression that Megatron sent her to check up on Tarantulas knowing that she would... Oh, she'd help him. That she'd help him, and right. because she's opportunistic like that. Yeah, yeah. Man, and, what a puppet master! Yeah, hey, he's that... wearing his shoulder pads. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have naked shoulders anymore. <laughs> and so, uh, Waspinator oh. comes out of the uh, the hot tub heel machine, 
and uh, Megatron's on a vid window, and Mega er, um, <laughs> Waspinator is like, I will fuck Spiderbots shut up for killing me. What a piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, he literally says, I will find Spiderbot and tear him in their waste disposal unit. And I like what Megatron says here. He's like, I have no time for these petty squabbles now. No. It's like, no. it's like Tarantulas blew him to shit. And like, that's just a petty squabble. Yeah. And keep in mind, it's not like they brought him to the heel chamber. Then Black Arachnia, the weird sadistic like bitch, goes and grabs, finds his head. Right? Right. Didn't bring him to the heel tub time machine, hot tub Healy tank. Um, she brought it with her to Tarantulas's lair and kicked it at him. Right. Like, so wh- when did this motherfucker get, get put back together? Did they eventually feel bad for Waspinator and like haul the chunks of him back to base? Like, I guess. Who could say? Nobody. Or maybe, maybe now Tarantulas just has an extra Waspinator head, and they regenerated him from his torso. Eventually, there's just an army. Eventually, there's just an army of Waspinators. Yeah, but they can't function. In uh, I wait. Whoa, there's some existential questions I have with that. But that's for a different episode. Yeah, that's for next week's episode. Yeah. Yeah, that that'd be a good question to ask. So at what uh, point can you just copy them? So uh uh Megatron is basically he tells Waspinator to like go to where the, the alien energy thing is landing and Waspinator like complains about it and Megatron like threatens him and Megatron leaves. Or uh Waspinator leaves and uh Megatron is all like, from now on, I must play this carefully. Very carefully indeed. Cheers. I like and- how intimidating uh, and like direct Megatron's like been with all of like these plans. He like slams the the table he's at and he's like, get out, did I stutter, bitch? And yeah, I know. Megatron's like, oh, yes, dad. Yeah, it, yeah, I know. Normally he's like kind of uh, dismissive. Wh- he's dismissive and like a lot of the times like he'll kind of take everything like in a humorous manner like and, in a more yeah like with lady uh Rachne, he was like can you please go check it out yeah but it's like now that shit's like starting to go down like he's he's and uh, people he's, argue with him yeah yeah he's putting his foot down get out there now and oh poor waspinator i forgot about this in like the most pathetic waspinator voice he goes oh Okay, Raspinator, go. <laughs> he transforms and like pathetically flies off, and I'm like, man, he's a ticking time bomb. Waspinator's gonna be free like Tigatron, or like blow himself in the dark side up one of these days. I swear, <laughs> he's gonna be he's gonna school shooter this motherfucker. Yeah. Um. So Rattrap and Air Razor oh, this again. Yeah, another scene of someone flying Rat Trap and Rat Trap bitching about it. Yeah. In fact, um, 
<clears throat> he says, oh man, we're going to get vaped. And speaking of him bitching about it, Airazor finally calls him out. I, I really like her mom lines. Like I get big, I've said this before, I get like big mom energy from <laughs> Airazor. Yeah. And she's like, do you ever think positively? <laughs> and um, this, this is actually kind of important because some shit happens later. But he's like, that was positive. Because I said we could have just gotten like vaped. If I was being negative, I would have said that we could have been the first to get tortured and then vaped. Dun, dun, and I'm dun. like, and I'm like, yeah, good point. <laughs> and she's like, you're a real fun bot, you know that? Craw! And they uh, fly towards some. I don't know how they found this or when this was introduced. Did I miss something? No, this is. This, this is the source of the, the alien uh, energy signature that came from space. Oh, so from we, space. Right, 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 right. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So we saw that thing. Uh, that like, It landed oval... here. Yeah, it, yeah, it landed here. Okay, and so, gotcha. And so it's this big, like, it looks like a big, like, disc with these. Um, That's uh, hard to describe. Obelisks? Yeah, they're not, they're not obelisks. They're, they're. They're kind of like they're, they're kind of like obelisk, but they almost like but they the ones all, from Command and Conquer. <laughs> they, they kind of look almost like stone claws. Claw, stone. Oh, it, it's where you find Serana in the um, in the vampire DLC for Skyrim. <laughs> right, right. It's been a kind long of? time since I played that. So, uh, but yeah, it's a big mystical like ancient techno thing with stone claws coming out of the ground. Yeah. 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 And in the center of it is a uh, glowing beach ball. <laughs> yeah. And he, uh, when they land, um, Rat Trap is amazed and he's like, holy, fry my biscuits and call me a gravy. Uh, something like that. <laughs> uh, Rat Trap bullshit. And he's like, the crystal is stable. So am I to believe that um, this is somehow some sort of like shaped, polished, like perfectly spherical energon that's safe to be near? An energon sphere, not uh. an energon cube. Hmm. Yeah, even Air Razor's like, oh, well, if it's stable, then I should be able to scan it just fine, which she needs to ch transform into a robot form to do, apparently. Which she does, and uh, uh, yeah, it doesn't like that. So it shoots like some electricity at her, and she gets shocked. And then uh, Rat Trap gets blown back by like a Nova wave of some sort. Yeah, because the the glowing beach ball. Oh, uh, it, it descends. It, yeah, yeah, it was held up on these like uh, it, it it was elevated, and then it descends, and then sends out this like wave that blows rat trap back and then uh it powers yeah, it up powers up and turns into a dome like a, a green like uh fuck this is weird it like makes <laughs> something out of energy and it's like what the fuck does that look like like if um what are those cutting like a uh, leaf cutting ants made like an alien dome <laughs> like it's all green and scaly almost almost like a like a dinosaur skin 
Right, right, yeah. I mean, it's and... definitely alien looking. I'll give, I'll give the uh, uh, the designers that. Yeah, and the little cracks in between, like the the shells, kind of like glow. It's kind of it's cool. But yeah, um, Rat Trap's like, "Hey, Optimus," and he talks to him over the radio, and he's like, "Get your monkey butt over here before." And Waspinator is on the job. <laughs> oh shit! But uh, yeah. we cut to commercial and come back with air razor inside of the structure. Yeah, she gets up and she's uh, kind of groaning. Fun. She's not doing yeah. great. Um, and we hear some like, what's to on perfectly honest sounds like Klingon <laughs> to me. It's it's basically yeah, like scary alien gibberish. Which is kind of like just it's less guttural than than it. But I'll give you this one. It it it's a little Klingon. Yeah, it sounds like Klingon to me. Kukala fuklala, hook chok, maklak, hook chok and baklak, boom shakalaka, boom shakalaka. And indeed, she she gets boom shakalaka and energy, energy light lightning tendrils shoot out from the the spires, the the hooks, the the thingies. And suspend her over the central point. And apparently, this was distressing for my partner when we watched it. So it's like, oh, great. So now it's her. I guess she's just going to get like electricity tortured now. And I'm like, yeah, I never got the impression these aliens were good. Necessarily no. good guys. No. Ever even once. That there's something more here. It, I mean, this episode still blows my mind, and I still have questions. But that's that—that that was the fun of me going into this. Is that I was like, man, I I don't fucking remember any of this. Even when I was a kid, I actually speculated. I always speculated that these aliens were God. Huh. Um. And we'll talk about that more as uh, as we get into season two in the coming weeks. But uh, oh, okay, well that's fucking wild. What? Okay. Yeah, when I when I was twelve, like when I was twelve, like I I was kind of like speculating that these aliens uh, were God. Real? Okay. Is there like biblical, like, um, like sim- symbolism that I've been missing on the show? No. Really, but um, yeah, I'll 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 talk about it more as okay. we as, okay, as, as we, time as goes we on. go far. Yeah, okay, man, this is I th- I'm just saying I I know there's a huge difference in the number of episodes, but like Beast Wars season one compared to reboot season one, they're especially their endings. Yeah, oh, shit. <laughs> like man, I can't compare other voices. Part one and two to um, Identity Crisis. Yeah. Part one and two. <laughs> like, I. Wow. Holy shit. Is there a. If there's a scale between like one and 100, like, I. I the, the season one of Reboot ends at something like, like a. Like a. Like maybe like a 17, 18. <laughs> I was going to say 30, but. Oh, wow. Okay. So. We both dislike it at varying levels. And, like, this ends like. If you take out some of the the catchy like truce moments, I I'd still say like ninety, 
maybe more maybe like 95 like i'm i'm pretty fucking hyped man like i'm i'm ready <laughs> my body is ready i i think the listeners can all can already guess what these episodes what we're gonna rate these episodes on the too much energon scale at the end but we'll uh, maybe <laughs> we'll uh we'll 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 bring that up we'll we'll get to that yeah yeah okay uh, okay so 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 outside the uh the green dome um Rat trap. It's Waspinator. And yeah, Waspinator shows up and uh and Rat Traps all like, man, we have a ceasefire. And Waspinator's like, Sir, Waspinator not shirt. And then he just punches him in the face. Look Okay, yeah, we we, we just bitched about this, but like Yeah, it's besides we got a ceasefire going on, remember? And um he says ceasefire instead of truce, which is the first time anyone on in these three episodes says ceasefire instead of truce. Yeah. Because, specifically, Waspinator can say, so, Waspinator not shoot then. And he just, like, decks Rat Trap in the face. Which is probably the most badass thing Waspinator has ever, do- ever done. Uh, probably, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm like, hold up, that's... That's not how that works. <laughs> no, it's it's not. And even the ceasefire it isn't literal. Doesn't mean like, oh, a gentleman, pull out your bayonets. We're not shooting, but we can still kill each other. Like, uh, eh, whatever. Eh, I'm o- I'm over their bad definition of truce. You but good sir scene... have insulted my honor. I challenge you to a duel. Oh, Rapiers at dawn. <laughs> Hornet guns at dawn. <laughs> Run is done. <laughs> Where is done? <laughs> what is done? Who is done? <laughs> oh, uh, you know, Juan was my uh, my my great auntie's neighbor. She sounds like a lovely woman. <laughs> uh. <laughs> but. Uh, uh, Rat yeah. does a Pokemon attack. He like runs, transforms midair, rolls in his uh, rat form, um, sending Waspinator straight up in the air. We saw him do that exact maneuver in Call of the Wild after there they. Were, there were... Yeah, like, you're right. Y- yeah, yeah. Uh, I there actually, was some I wild choreograph, choreographed fight scenes in that. That was the only redeemable part of that. that was a bad episode yeah uh so yeah um, good everything else bad uh, so yeah waspinator falls to the ground rat trap walks over and like kick knees him in the balls and kicks dirt in his face and uh gives him what he literally refers to as a robot uh noogie yeah (laughs) and uh yeah waspinator is then just like I've had enough of this. Okay, bye. And transforms and flies away. <laughs> oh, Waspinator will get you next time, Ratbot. <laughs> next time, Rat Trap. Next time. <laughs> and Optimus shows up, and instead of being like happy, he like dad lectures him. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, yeah, so, uh, 
he's like, yeah, try. He investigates the green dome and he's like, try an energon cutter. Mm-hmm. And Rat Trap opens up his like little forearm storage and pulls out a, uh, well, a little thing that shoots an energon beam. Yeah, to try to cut cut through, I guess. Air Razor gets tortured some more. To her fucking torture scene where maybe we haven't sold it enough. She's screaming in pain. Yeah. Um, and she has the strength and the wherewithal to yell out beast mode. And when she transforms into her hawk form, um, the electricity like stops holding her above the ground and uh, she just falls to the ground and collapses. Yeah. And we're, we're back outside the dome and uh, the energon cutter doesn't work. And, and the alien voice inside said one recognizable word. It said Cybertron. Oh, right. Yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah, it says like Uktala Mana Cybertron. And I'm like, hold up, what? But yeah, d- we're we're back outside of the green like turtle shell dome thing and uh energy beams don't cut through it. Yep. And guess who shows up? All of the Predacons. Literally all of the Predacons. Well, not except literally. for the spiders. Yeah. <laughs> um I don't think oh, Inferno what? is here either. Oh, oh, good, good point. That a bunch, a bunch of the Predacons show up. <laughs> a bunch. Who could even tell how many of us we are? <laughs> sometimes uh, there's three, sometimes there's six. But Tarantulas is never here unless he's here to lose. And they storm up, and they're like, "Hello." Yeah. Did you really expect energy beams to work, you dumbass? These aliens uh, created the Energon itself, or something like that. Yeah, he says these aliens can create Energon itself. So I'm like, hold up. When, in pretty interesting information. I assume he got it from the Golden Disc. Yeah. And, uh, and uh, yeah, he says, I, pre- um, I propose we try a different tactic. And Optimus is like, biological? Exactly. And Scorponok's time to shine. Yeah, he transforms and he's like, one toxic sting coming up. And, and he uh, shoots his tail. Yeah, we've never seen it. him do this before. And I'm like, holy shit. Why hasn't he done that before? That would have been an interesting ace up his sleeve. Well, yeah. Maybe it's only a one-time use kind of thing. And then he has to heal it back or go back to the hot tub heal machine. Yeah. Yeah. Because he literally shoots his stinger off. And it actually works. It uh, fucking works. Yeah, it cuts a hole in this... uh, Like melts a hole in it or something? Yeah. And so... And he's like, hey, you guessed right, Megatron, but us Maximals should go in first. And Megatron's like, oh, yeah, oh, oh, geez, yeah. Oh, I I guess you should go in first. (laughs) That was funny. It's like, uh, yeah, Optimus is like, there's a Maximal inside there. So we Maximals should go in in first. And Megatron's just like, oh, yes, but but of course, be my guest. Yes. Oh, geez, I, I really want it in there, but I suppose we'll wait for you. 
And yeah. it's like very obvious that he's like, man, we're not fucking going in there first. <laughs> yeah, no doubt. <laughs> um, Rat Trap says, uh, oh man, I want extra hazard pay for this. And I'm like, dude, when's the last time you've gotten paid? Approximately 20 to 26 weeks. Yeah. It has now been 25 weeks since I was paid last. Uh, yeah, so as they crawl through, um, Optimus is basic. Optimus. Megatron's basically like, it's a calculated risk. Let them go through, and if things go bad, we take them out. And Scorponok lifts up his left, like, stinger hand, and he's like, no problem, boss. I got a mega missile right here. And I'm like, is are those your normal missiles? <laughs> or all your missiles mega missiles? Is is this a different missile? Because remember, we've seen them shoot like super missiles one time. I think it was Megatron once, and we were like, "Why doesn't he always shoot those?" Uh, yeah, in uh, was that in, a mega missile? In a recent episode, we saw Megatron like suddenly use like a really powerful missile from really his powerful. Uh, from his T Rex hand, and uh, yeah, we ne- never saw him use it before. Nor have we since. And it usually just shoots his purple laser. Yeah. So I'm presuming... His hand laser. His his mouth laser. (laughs) Yeah, his mouth T-Rex laser. So presumably, maybe they they cost a lot more, right? Um, They're hard to manufacture. There's some limiting factor for the reason they don't use them all the time. Maybe. And maybe that's what Scorponok has loaded right now. Could be. Although I given that we've, you know, seen like giant ass weapon caches like just randomly <laughs> <laughs> like sitting on the side of a of They a, were kind of shitty on. though. <laughs> yeah. I, I I don't think uh I don't think uh munitions. There's no meaning behind this definition of adding the word mega is what you're saying. <laughs> yeah. Okay. He just calls his missiles mega. <laughs> He just wanted it to sound important. Yeah, I've got my mega missiles. Good for you, Scorponok. <laughs> yes, yes, your missiles are mega. <laughs> <laughs> Pats uh, him on the head. <laughs> there, there. <laughs> and he's like, now if only Inferno was jo- doing his job as well. Yeah. Uh, so we're inside the dome. Uh, it's pretty dark, and Optimus is. Uh, Optimus and Rat Trap are walking in there. He's aping around, yeah. yeah he is aping around. They're in their uh, beast modes. Yeah. Uh, they happen across Air Razor, and uh, she's out cold, but. And uh, Optimus is like, tells Rat Trap to get her out of here, so he starts dragging her away, and yeah, she I'm wakes like, up. Yeah, I'm like, wait a second, like. You can pick her up with one hand, but like Air Razor's like twice as big as Rat Trap. Also, why doesn't Rat Trap transform? Yeah, they don't know that. Oh, maybe he remembers it zapped Air Razor earlier when she transformed. Oh, I see. I thought it zapped her because like she touched the uh, the the beach ball. I could be wrong. But... It seemed to like power up before she touched. Uh, who knows? Yeah, I, I thought it was because of the tra- transformation, but it could have been because she was scanning it or touching it. I'm 
not sure. But at any rate, rat form um, air razor is starts to get dragged out by. Sorry, um, <laughs> rat form. <laughs> uh, hawk form air razor starts to very slowly, painfully slowly start to get dragged out by uh, by rat trap, and uh, she wakes up just just enough to see Optimus. And she's t- like, kind of like, pleads with him not to stay. Um, yeah, and he's and like, s- no can do, no can do, Sister Rue. Yeah, and uh, I have to stay. I have to explain ourselves. Yeah, the yeah, doesn't he say something along the lines of like, these aliens have a right to some answers. They have a right to some answers, and to be honest, we haven't been the best of tenants. And I'm like, again, <laughs> with the tenants <laughs> and landlord joke. Uh, so some wires come out of the floor and like... She's coil. like, Optimus, no! And then it's just like, yep, she's right. Yeah, yeah, because Optimus is like, all right, whoever you are. And uh, some wires come out of the floor and coil around Optimus and like grab him and pick him up. I've seen enough tentacle hentai to know where this is going. <laughs> Yeah, so they they wrap around his uh, his stomach and each of his limbs and his neck, his torso. Yeah, yeah, and then this like green like vector grid uh, passes through him. Presumably, yeah, one him. vertical plane and one like horizontal plane. Yeah, yeah, and after it does, we it get painful because it's like eyes and mouth like shoot fucking green light out of it. Yeah, well, and screaming. I was going to say, I, I appreciate the visual consistency because if you recall all the way back in episode three, Chain of Command, that's what happened to them when the alien probe activated. Oh, yeah. Like white light shot out of their eyes and mouths. And then yeah. they passed out. Yeah. And that's oh. what's happening here. So I, oh. I, I appreciate the consistency. Yeah. I don't know if we've ever seen this shield around the Axelon before. Um, so have we? Yeah, yeah, we have. It's it's well, Sentinel. I thought that it was much like um Star Trek shields and that they're only visible when they block a projectile. Right? Like they they kind of like light up as they like block something. I've ne- have we seen like a solid shell like this? Uh we Pretty sure we did oh, maybe. In, the, in the episode uh, a better mousetrap when uh, the base went on yes, lockdown. Sentinel went on right, lockdown because it zapped. Um, who was it? Megatron. It's it zapped somebody and sent them flying. Right, right. You're right. Yeah, there was a hard. So when they can put the ship in super lockdown, right? And I think that's when he what's went going- rogue. Yeah. yeah, I think that's just what's going on here is the ship is just in like mega lockdown because right. you know some shit's going down. <laughs> and um ought... Yeah, they're like, okay, so it's the two spiders, black arachnia and tarantulas. And yeah. he's like, Well, you said you had a way in. She transforms, says you're not the only techno head around here, partner. And she techno pulls out head. a I, I know. I was that, like, is, that is such a fucking 90s thing to say. Was was that even a thing? Saying techno no, head? No, but it, it wasn't it a thing. It feels 90s. Okay. But yeah, but if, if, yeah, it sounds like a like something someone would say in the 90s. 
It does. <laughs> Heck, go ahead. Uh, and she it, pulls out some sort of like, I don't know, magic doohickey device, presses some buttons, and it shoots like a distortion field at the the energy wall. The uh, it 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 basically it cuts a temporary hole in the in the shield surrounding yeah. the maximal base. And, and they so, move in. Yeah, they go through it. And right behind them, uh, they go in through the in their beast modes. Right behind them, it shows um, Inferno, like literally right behind them. Like they could have turned around and seen him. <laughs> yeah, I know. Like, <laughs> like eight feet behind them, and he's like, "Ah, oh, the royalty was right." <laughs> yeah, he tries to crawl through the hole, just uh, following the uh, the arachnids, uh, and it closes right in front of him. And I thought he was just going to charge at it and explode. He actually uses his noggin. I mean. He's an ant, so I guess... And it showed him digging multiple times. Okay. He he has good instincts. I'd say he's stupid, but he has good instincts. Yeah. Yeah, let's go with that. And he starts digging. Because I guess you can dig under this shield. Makes sense. It's like a physical like thing, right? Yeah. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. And uh, it, he, it cuts back to the green dome. And time has been slowly um, progressing on the show by the way. I mentioned this in a past episode, but it's happening again in these. In the last episode, it was like around evening when they found like the, the green alien dome. And now yeah. like it's nighttime. So yeah, the yeah, uh, day has been progressing. And um, it sh- Megatron is outside, right? And he can hear... Fuck this, man. Uh, this is crazy. Um... He can hear Optimus screaming in pain as he's like being probed and tortured. Oh, and right, Megatron's right. like, "Ah, oh, would that I could have that sound to lull me to sleep each night." Yes, and I'm like, "Holy fuck, dude!" Wow, like that's that's some sadist shit right there. That, yeah, would be that I could have that sound to lull me to sleep each night, and I'm like. Oh, I understand you don't like the guy, but I, <laughs> it's a little uh, opposite on the ASMR spectrum for me, but bro. <laughs> yeah, it's like I, I know Can you. you imagine? He like I, puts on headphones and he's like, "Time <laughs> to relax and go to sleep." And the headphones are of his like former enemies screaming, <laughs> <laughs> just like a solid loop of like eight hours of screams. And he's got like a he's got like for the especially like uh uh agonist uh the the especially like full of agony screams are are saved for like special occasions to fap to. <laughs> like the death screams are saved for <laughs> yeah. for a T Rex fap. Yeah, I like but... to do it in T Rex form because my wiener feels huge. <laughs> How have I not made that joke before this episode? <laughs> oh god. Oh. Oh man. So um uh Rat Trap is pulling Air Razor out of the uh the back out of the hole in the dome. And she's all and like it seems yeah. to be healing. Yeah, yeah, it's slowly closing. And uh they She's just like, managed to get out. Yeah. Before it like heals over. 
Yeah. And, uh, yeah, uh, yeah, so they get out, and, uh, Rat Trap, like, falls back, and he's, like, all, panting, like, he's so pan- tired. Yeah, he's so tired, he's panting, and, uh, he opens his eyes up, and, uh, <laughs> Predacons all have their guns pointed at him. Yeah. And he's like, uh, let me guess, the truce is over. <laughs> And back inside the dome, uh, Optimus is still getting scanned, but uh, then the scan finishes. And he stops screaming and kind of just, like, shuts his eyes. And he's, like, twitching in pain. It's... And I'm like... Yeah. It's not something, like, honestly, like, uh, it's not something I remember noticing when I was a kid, but I'm watching it now, and I'm like, holy shit, he's, like, twitching in pain. Yeah, like, he just went through like a weird round of torture and he's like semi-conscious right now. Yeah. Yeah. It's, I'm it's, like, I'm like that. Wow. That's brutal for a kid's show. One of those things we've talked about before is like, we're more sensitive to that stuff as an adult. Right. As we like learn empathy and compassion and, and stuff. And like, as a kid, you're like, Oh wow, that sucks. Oh wow. Like cool. Oh, what's next? Oh, I'm going to go ride bikes. Yeah. But like as an adult, we're like, holy Jesus. Like, is that necessary? Is like torture part of the scan? <laughs> yeah. Calm down. But yeah, it, it starts. Is, is Optimus and... gonna be okay? I <laughs> like like I leg- like I and like I, I oh, to that note, like I actually went rat trap, like pulled air razor out and was just like on the ground, like with his eyes closed, panting. I like I actually kind of felt bad for him. Yeah. Yeah, it was like, oh man, and he's stumbling onto the the Predacons. Yeah, I'm just like, oh poor guy. Yeah, and like, w- what if Megatron and Scorponok right there just decided to scrap Rat Trap and Air Razor, which they they could have. They could have for Razor some reason they cold. don't, but yeah, good good point. They're supposed to be the bad guys, but again, you can't sell toys if they're dead, <laughs> right? Uh, but yeah, the voice speaks in English instead of Klingon now. And it says, this is the specimen we analyzed before. Again, uh, continuity with mm-hmm. um, Chain of Command, the alien probe. Yeah, when they sucked in Optimus's soul, researched him for a day as like energy before they like gave him his body back. Yeah. Gave him his body back, I we I, I might add, and not as a result of the device that Rhinox invented. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> Which did actually actually did nothing. Yeah. <sighs> Fortunate for them. <laughs> yeah. Optimus like stirs into consciousness and he's like, huh? Who are you? And a bunch of man, I, my mind was like blown here. I I don't recall this whatsoever. I watched this before. Like I watched the 1986 Transformers movie when I was a teenager slash yeah. young adult, right? But I watched this when I was a kid. So now that uh, you and I went back and I've rewatched the Transformers movie a few times, but recently with you when we did that commentary, and then to go and watch this, I was like, "Holy shit! What the fuck?" Yeah, going into season two, uh, I would highly recommend watching the first five episodes of the G1. original transform of G one. Yeah, 
I'm I'm not I'm, gonna I'm not, not, not going to say why, but okay, uh, I, okay. I, I highly recommend doing so before we get too far into season two. Okay. Good. Good to know. So some gold energy, yeah, some gold energy like whirls up uh, above Optimus and forms into the floating head of Unicron. Like with his fucking like Viking helmet and everything. <laughs> yeah. And Optimus is like, lay gasp, Unicron. <laughs> uh, but the, the alien presence is like... Uh, it, it doesn't acknowledge that name. It says, we have no physical form you could comprehend. So, oh, wait, hold it, up. Wait. It's a, it says, we chose this figure of authority from your data trust. Oh. How did I fucking like miss this i was probably so blown away by unicron i wasn't paying attention to the the words we have no physical form you could comprehend Mm -hmm. we chose this figure of authority from your data tracks so they are implying they have authority over him and it just manifested as unicron yeah well yeah they they are like they are higher beings than yeah. the Cybertronians, and uh, to manifest a physical form, they chose something that uh, something that Optimus Prime would view as a superior being, or Optimus mm. Primal would view as a superior being. Yeah, in this case, Unicron. And uh, he yells that. Um... He yells at them, if you scanned me, then you know we didn't come to the planet by choice. Yet you are here. And I'm like, hey, fair. <laughs> <laughs> well, it, yeah. But it, <laughs> like, even if you didn't mean to trespass, it's still trespassing. Yeah. Like, that's how IRL works, man. Yeah. <laughs> no, we, said... we didn't know we were trespassing. There were no signs. Well, that's a you problem. <laughs> Which and, is uh, basically the conversation here, yeah. Because yeah, he pleads with it, them, them, and says that they need no, they mean no harm. Yeah, and Unicron mentions that uh, uh, the 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 harm has been done. They've uh, contaminated the experiment, the project or experiment. Yeah, yeah. You and your enemies have already contaminated the project. Yeah. And the harm has already been any harm has already been done. So yeah, so Planet Energon is presumably a uh science experiment. Yeah. It's a giant lab for these aliens. They were doing something and they're not happy. Their uh, research has been compromised and they gotta start from scratch. Yeah, and Optimus very like very naively is like, wait, we can fix whatever damage was done. <laughs> it's like, dude, you don't even know what the problem is. Like, how many mountains of energon do you have to blow up before you go, okay, <laughs> we can't fix this? <laughs> am, I, am I wrong? That's the problem, right? They've like uh, fucked with the energon distribution of the planet so much, it's out of whack. I have theories about this, but I can't really talk about them. Okay. I can't really talk about them until we're... Right, right. Okay, okay. At least through season two. Okay, okay. Interesting. 
but yeah he the the alien says some cryptic shit it's like that which does not become part of the one shall become void and i'm like what the fuck that's um that's some like how to put this I don't know. That's like pseudo profoundness. I don't know if that's like nihilistic or Buddhist. Buddhist. <laughs> that which does not become part of the one shall become void. That... Anyway, uh, he, he basically, basically, well, I, I don't really think it is. I, I think it's trying to sound deep and mysterious, <laughs> but it doesn't really mean anything. Fair enough. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's just yeah. yeah. It's it's trying to sound like like oh, but... I'm I'm deep in fourteen. I wrote this myself. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it worked on me, man. <laughs> and uh... yeah, like you said, Optimus like like no no no. We can we can fix it. You know. Well, like you know, like the the animals that we uh, went extinct and. You know, we, we, can, a... we can breed them and bring them back, and uh... <laughs> no, no, it's it's okay. We'll get out the plaster and we'll we'll patch some of the holes. Like we'll 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 sand them down. We'll we'll put a fresh coat of paint on. <laughs> we'll uh, we'll steam clean the carpets. Like we're really sorry. We we threw a party and fucked your apartment up. Well, we'll fix it, man. And he's like, oh no, uh, I don't I don't give a shit about the life on the planet. No, no, I'm I'm uh, we're done here. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so it's like the so Unicron's like the the experiment will be ster- we are not interested. The experiment will be sterilized, and Optimus yeah. is like, "No, you can't do that. You, with all your power, even you have no right." Yeah, they're living creatures here. Yeah, and and he's like, "Lol." So <laughs> <laughs> yeah, basically, he's like, uh, "We have no choice. There is more danger than you know." Begin termination sequence. Whoa. And I was like, this was like such a holy shit moment for me when I was originally watching this. At This is a holy like shit moment 12. for me, man. <laughs> <laughs> and so, like, lights start flashing, and, uh, yeah, Unicron, Unicron head disappears. Disappears, lights start flashing. I'm really glad I don't have epilepsy watching this. Oh. This would do it, yeah. Yeah, this would definitely do it. And Optimus um, goes apeshit, if you will. Yeah, almost quite literally. He like <laughs> yells out no, and then like busts those uh, uh, coils that had him tied up and transforms. And uh, outside the the green dome, which is now glowing. Yeah. Um. Yeah. The yeah to to quickly summarize it basically like the the maximals and predacons that are there start fighting and the maximals win and optimus comes flying out and (laughs) quite comically he just like screams and like blasts like out the side of it yeah like like right through the green dome but i thought it was like some crazy powerful like shit and he just like like ape punches his way through it well he went ape shit yeah, he, uh, he yeah he's Hulk he hulked up. <laughs> yeah, and uh, Rat Trap's like, "What the fuck's going on, man?" 
And Optimus is like, uh, they called it a termination sequence. We better get out of here. And he's like, you just said my favorite phrase. <laughs> and so they all like, they that all is his favorite phrase. <laughs> they all pimp away. And, uh, uh, the camera pans out and Megatron like turns and looks, looks away from the dome and is like, fortunately there is still another hand to be played. And he leaves. Yeah. And the dome, the glowing dome, shoots, shoots, a beam. A, shoots a fucking energy beam right out of the top of it that goes into right orbit, space. right into space, past the orbiting stasis pods, and hits the moon. Revealing, and, and it burns away the surface of the moon? Yep. Revealing. Revealing... Uh, more of these claws. Whole bunch of those like kind of like metallic energy claw things. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I mean the Maximals knew that wasn't a it was an artificial structure. Well, yeah, and going to back degree. to going back to the whole continuity thing, back in uh uh the trigger part one, Rhinox speculated that the moon was hollow. Mm-hmm. That one of the moons was hollow. And uh it yeah, powers up. It powers up. Uh, I guess all of the energy like fucks with the stasis pods because yeah. they all start short out and uh, start crashing down. All of them. Oh, shit. That's wild. There's like, what, five of them? Six of them? Yeah, a whole bunch of them. Um, oh, shit. And uh, Rhinox sees this happening on a... Uh, on his computer monitor and he uh, looks up and sees the energy like shooting at the moon on his computer panel. And he's like, oh, what the shit? What the fuck is happening? <laughs> and, There's uh, a dynamic sequence right as he's trying to ingest all this like crazy information that he's coming to. Um, Black Arachnia ninjas down out of the ceiling and he looks at her and he eyes his gun and he looks at her and then he like makes for his gun. And he almost gets some shots off on her, but um, Rhinox is shot with that like debilitating, like venom, like shot that she has, poison dart that she used poison in dart. that in that one episode. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, Dinobot comes in and is all like invaders. I don't know why, but yeah. that that line always stuck out to me. Like it's it's actually a line like I've referenced many times over the years. It's a good, good. Uh, it's a good word to yell when uh, your home is being <laughs> invaders, invaders, and you run out with a fucking sword. This and... is the, one of the few times we've seen that um, the Arachnids' like machine guns that they have for their arms actually do something. I'm supposed to say actually be effective because they take Dinobot out. Oh like, yeah, but the I'm both of like, them hailing wow. from the ceiling like double team machine gun fire and he like falls into through the glass and um into where one of the platforms are yeah. smoking so the, yeah and uh yeah they the spiders look at the uh computer monitor of the um of the the energon moon <laughs> yeah or whatever and uh Black Arachne is like, what is it? 
and Tarantulas is like, the beginning of the end. Uh-huh. And exterior shot of the Axelon and the Energon moon. Which is which this is... big, metallic, spiky ball. Uh, it's actually known in fandom as the Planet Buster, so I'm just going to start calling <laughs> it that from now on. <laughs> the Planet Buster. Yep. Uh, and that's that's that. That's Other Voices Part 1. Yep. Aw, oh, shit. Pretty fucking hype, huh? Yeah, this is like... This is like benchmark, like how you end like a f- fucking season of a show. Right? In my opinion. it I can't think of anything that's done better. Holy shit. <laughs> like, seriously. Um, I could think of, like, cliffhangers and stuff, but, like, man, these three episodes? Jesus. I actually remember... I actually remember specifically wh- when and where I was when I originally watched uh, Other Voices Part 1. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, I was, uh, it, it was that memorable to me. I was, uh, at my mom and my grandmother, because, like, me and my grandparents lived in the same, uh, apartment complex, uh, in Nanaimo. Right. At the time. Uh, it was Tudor Gardens, if you're familiar with it. That name sounds very familiar. <laughs> yeah, it's on Wakasaya Avenue, it's kind of, it's off Bowen Road, kind of on the way to the, uh, the oh, university. I, I lived there. Oh yeah, yeah. Do the apartments all like they're they're not incredibly spacious, but they all have like a a, a second floor to them? No, no, no. You're thinking of uh, I know you're thinking of Villa Eve. Oh, which is right, bes- which yeah. is right beside Tudor Gardens. Uh, the, you're on the other side. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, the listeners That's are weird. probably just like, "What the fuck are these two talking about?" Um, talking about. A time long ago when we lived in uh, squalor and <laughs> and debt. Uh, I'm specifically talking about 1997. Um, oh, yeah, I, no, my uh, when I was there. <laughs> but uh, yeah, sorry, go ahead. Yeah, no, my my. This isn't even that interesting of a story, to be honest. But uh, fuck it. Um, it's our show, damn it. Uh, <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, my. My grandparents and a few a bunch of other my family members all lived in this same apartment complex for a few years there. Uh when I was like from the time I was like ten until I was like sixteen, I think. Um and yeah, my, my mom and my grandma were at bingo together and uh I was hanging out at my grandparents. I was hanging out at my grandparents' house with my grandpa, which um it was under the guise that like he was looking after me, but like I was 12 years old at this point, so I didn't really need anyone to watch me. But uh, he had like Sega CD and like <laughs> a bunch and like a, a PlayStation and like he had a bunch of cool video game shit and they had like lots Bad. of movies. So like I would basically like just go over there and my grandpa would like sit in the living room and watch like Dirty Harry or something and I would go into their like their uh media room and like play video games or like watch a movie or something right it was just an excuse to do something that wasn't sit at home <laughs> yeah um but 
but yeah, so I, I knew Beast Wars was going to be on while I was there, so I tuned in uh, to this episode. Wow. And, uh, and yeah. And your mind I, was blown. My mind was blown. And I, like, I still remember, like, that. I still remember, like, sitting there, like, watching this episode. Being like, whoa. Yeah. Like I said, it's not a particularly interesting story at all. It's just the 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 point is that this episode, like or, or part one specifically, blew my mind so much that like you know how like when like something important happens, like they'll be like, "Where were you when blah blah happened?" Yeah, for me, yeah. this was for me this was like, "Where was I when the first time I saw Other Voices Part One?" <laughs> it's a good place to be. Yeah, that that's how you know you really fucking like a show. Yeah. Um, and here we are today. Here we are today on part two of Other Voices. And uh, yeah, we open in space and the, the planet buster is uh, still getting powered up from the, uh, the beam from the alien site. Yeah, and... it's being powered by the by the beach the, ball. The, the, the beach ball, yeah, from the planet. Yeah. So pres- presumably, if I want to speculate, it's tapping into the energon of the planet to power the um, planet buster that's going to destroy it. That's a good point. I never even thought of that. That's actually a really good point. Which it's is draw- why it needs power at all, right? Yeah, it, it's drawing uh, the planet's... Uh, it's drawing from the planet's like large amount of energon to uh, power the planet buster. Yeah, that's that's what I thought. Yeah, good. It's a, it's a good theory. I, it's canon now. Yeah, there We're you go. We're going with it. Which also explains why, like, the planet's like shaking and and every um, and everything as it's you know it's a, a cyclic right like the planet buster it's not going to have a career after the planet's gone right <laughs> yeah yeah uh so uh yeah um uh we just get like a bunch of like random little scenes of like uh you know tigatron and cheetor like looking at it and then like uh optimus and air razor like observing what's going on and uh yeah then the the thing seemingly finishes because like uh the the beam disengages and the planet buster stops glowing it's and there's a voice that says um the beam yeah it says termination sequence engaged right so uh and then to nexus zero return to nexus zero so what is returning to nexus zero I guess I, I I know exactly what Nexus Zero okay, is. Okay, then but, never mind. <laughs> but uh, is is that the the ball of energy that weird like thing returning, or is that just nebulous and I'm not supposed to know yet? Nexus, Nexus like was it the Zero. ball saying that it was returning to Nexus Zero? That little ball that like warped here, or does the ball have nothing to do with anything and it's just? No, I think the 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 ball that came here, like it was the aliens. Like the these aren't yeah. corporeal creatures. No. So, um, so the ball is returning. Yeah. 
Okay, uh, that's that's what I thought. Without going into too much detail, Nexus Zero is where they live. I, I think that's just yeah. where they live. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And um, I, I love Parasaur's <laughs> reaction. I know. I was just gonna bring that up. <laughs> they they leave. Um, the Planet Buster stops glowing. Right. The beam isn't there anymore. The aliens left. Right. And Pterosaur yeah. is watching this again. I don't know where this camera is. Like floating in the sky. <laughs> Yeah, right? <laughs> but he's like he's watching on a on a monitor, and he turns to uh, to the screen, and he's like, "They're leaving. We scared them away." And I'm like, "Oh, sweet summer child." <laughs> yeah, and he's Imagine like having that youthful optimism. <laughs> yeah, and he's like the. The moon, it's gone. And Scorponok is like, the aliens have destroyed it. And Megatron like slams his fist down and he's like, Tolt, it was never a moon. You <laughs> fucking morons. If we didn't know that before, we at least know that now. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> it was never a moon. <laughs> it's gone. And it's the far aliens from gone. only destroyed the moon. As some ominous theme music plays, and because oh shit, the moon uh, is well, it's it's tra- for all intents and purposes, it's transforming. Fucking transforming, yeah. They enhance. Scorponok enhances. So he taps some buttons, and uh, it turns into that device that your grandma had used f- for like straining, like salad. That like folds up. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Do you, do you kind of remember like that weird like colander like type thing that would like fold in on itself? Yeah, there's yeah, a, yeah. <laughs> there's a golden like molten core. I well, like what a... I was what I was gonna say is it it transforms from like a sphere into a donut, essentially a ring, a ring that it has. Uh, doohickey in the center of it yeah a ring with a, a giant like energy focused flower thing in the center yeah and, and uh, uh, scorponok part... turns to dad and he's like oh what is it i'd say it's the instrument of our destruction cheers <laughs> impressive any kind Com- of like place of the gold disc computer activate program zero hour I, I love this back and forth. Um, because the, like Pterosaur like in fear says, Well, what do we do? And he says, Seal the base and charge all shields. I will see to the rest. Right? So like there it sh- it shows them being afraid, right? Like you said, yeah. what does he say? Um computer, activate code zero hour. Program zero hour. Program yeah. zero hour. Which and is scanning says, the planet for uh, transwarp signatures. Yeah. So he he's looking for uh, for tarantulas. Oh, basically. yeah. He's looking for to see if tarantulas is left. Yeah. Yeah. He's looking for the the transwarp uh, cell that he hacked earlier. Hmm. And uh, the camera. Uh, sorry, the computer shows him a little three D uh, light model of the axelon. Yeah, and he's like, the maximal base, and the shield is down. Oh yes, <laughs> and I'm like, dude, like, is this, is this really the time to get excited that 
the maximal base is defenseless. Like this other <laughs> shit going on. Oh, yes. <laughs> right? Like got, I, that was you, weird. The camera cut each line too. Yeah. <laughs> it was very dynamic. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's like, dude, you've got like way more important things to to worry about right now. Or do I? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and he says, uh, "Computer, use alien frequency." I yeah, yeah to scan max, scan the maximal base. Yeah, and it says two maximals detected in command center. Non-functional. Dun dun. Units, Units. Uh, black arachnea and tarantulas active in stasis hold. Unit Inferno is moving toward their position, and it. He's like scan maximal base, use alien frequencies. Thank like, you. I was wh- like, what I is, don't get it. I I don't get it either. It's like how how is he use... scanning for alien signatures, or has he found a way to use alien frequency to scan more accurately? Maybe. Do you know what I mean? It's what does that mean? It, I'm thinking it's probably the latter, given the context of this scene. Maybe it's yeah, the info they've never he got. been able to scan with that degree of detail before, so maybe he's using some alien scanning technology? Yeah, it's presumably it's just more shit that he got off of the golden disk. Okay, yeah, yeah, let's say that, because before, Rhinox said, oh, compare this energy signature with the, the probe. And then he was like, yep, same thing. And he had said... Um, uh, alien, like, you know, like frequency. So, I, but is he using it? Yeah, yeah. We we've established he's using it. Okay. Yeah. And I guess it just gives him way more. It's it's a it's a super tech. It gives him more information. It's because before they pack. weren't. <laughs> yeah. Because before he wasn't able to um scan the ship because the shields were up. Like it it blocked them, but now he can. Yeah. Anyways, yeah. Uh, so we're 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 at the the maximal base in the the stasis hold, and Tarantulas is like working on the stasis pod, and he's hacking. Yeah, he's hacking. He says the the transwarp cell is functioning at acceptable levels, and he's got like a VR headset connecting him to the the pod. Yeah, and. Uh, uh, Black Arachnia comes up and is like, "It's a bit small, both of us, don't you think?" But She's it could like, be it a, could... a bit. <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. <laughs> yeah, but it could be a bit cozy. Yeah, she something. says, but it, I guess it could be romantic. Oh, romantic, right? Uh, and, and I'm he... like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and he like flips out on her and is like, "Bitch, I'm busy. Shut up." He's like, "This place is gonna go down." Woman, In less than let a megacycle. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> let me hack. <laughs> <laughs> um Yeah, he's like, I have no time for your inane banter. And Ooh. she uh takes Ladies a step man. <laughs> she takes tapes takes a step back and pulls her gun out and is all like, Well, you won't have to put up with my banter much longer, asshole. <laughs> right. And then she, she aims gets, a gun at him. Yeah, but then she gets it's shot out of her hand by Inferno. And then she's shot by Inferno. And yep. then Inferno Inferno's Tarantulas sets him on fire. L- literally, he finally sets something on fire and I'm like, "Holy shit." 
Yeah, there's like a standoff between them. Um, remember, he samurai blade palms um, Tarantulas's like attack, which I thought was really cool. Mm. Like Inferno is like seems to be a combat specialist. Like he's much more battle ready than th- these two, which are kind of like the scientist class. I'm trying to think of how I'd make this uh, Beast Wars tabletop RPG here. <laughs> like I, I figure there's like a scientist class, a leader class, and like a soldier class at least. Maybe a rogue or like an infiltrator class. I'd say Rat Trap would be a rogue. Yeah. Or just straight up just use D&D. <laughs> Who's the cleric? <laughs> well, nobody can heal, so nobody's a cleric. The ship. <laughs> the ships are the cleric. But yeah, um, we finally get to see his flamethrower do something, like you said. Yeah, he sets fire to Tarantulas and seemingly kills him. D- straight up, yeah. He says, like, it's time for you to burn, traitor. And he delivers. And, and yeah. Tarantulas screams, runs down the hallway, because, you know, when you're on fire, the thing you're supposed to do is scream and run. <laughs> <laughs> Sending a terrible runs, message to children. Runs down the hallway before, like, passing out from the pain. Yeah. And the fire, like, just burns itself out. Yeah, and he dead. But seemingly fucking dead. And, uh, yeah, because that's what the, the Predacon computer tells Megatron, and Megatron is... It says, um, U- Unit Tarantulas is non-functional. No! What has that fool done? Right? And I'm like, well, why did you send him? <laughs> what is, why did he send him? Yeah, he's not the, he's not really the person to send when you, when you need a, a, a more nuanced approach. Not gonna lie, pretty satisfying watching Inferno burn Tarantulas alive. <laughs> I don't know if it's because I hate Tarantulas so much, <laughs> or if it's because I, I was making fun of how useless this fucking flamethrower is against robots, but uh, both of the... He got to burn something, and Tarantulas got to burn to death, so... Here we are. Yeah. An ongoing thing my partner and I will do whenever somebody explodes or is like shot or falls into many pieces, she will just go, and he's fucking dead. He's just gone now. Off the show. Fucking dead. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm like, yeah, yeah, I'm sure. It's like an entire cast of Kenny's from South Park. (laughs) I, I feel like the Maximals less so like it's never shown say it's shown dinobots head spin so i kind of feel like predacons are more hardy but it's never shown a maximal like dismembered has it i don't think so no uh, it showed like optimus's leg get a huge chunk out of it in beast wars part two but that's i think that's that's it yeah yeah and yeah, and uh, death seems to be a more, like, death or, like, serious injury seems to be a much more, like, much more of an issue for uh, for Maximals than it is for Predacons. <laughs> yeah, I, maybe how... Maybe, maybe, um, the, maybe the hot tub heal machine is just way more advanced uh, restoration tech than the CR chamber. Hmm. 
Well, it seems I mean, like you can just scoop the parts of whoever you're healing into the hot tub heal machine, like to scoop Waspinator parts in, wait like half an hour, and Waspinator comes back up. <laughs> <laughs> right? <sighs> Whereas the CR chamber in the maximal base is kind of, it, it does seem like it actually takes much longer. Like, there's well, been whole plot points where they're waiting for somebody to be healed. Meanwhile, days, like, once yeah. or twice, yeah, it's taken, in the very least, like, a chunk of a day, right? But whereas in the Predacon base, it's like, how many times Pterosaur died this episode? Been blown yeah. to pieces and come back? Like, it feels like they're in there for, like, 15 minutes, and all you did was, like, find Waspinator's head and, like, one leg, and he came out perfectly <laughs> fine, like, <laughs> like, 15 minutes later. Uh yeah. But yeah, the hot tub heal machine, more advanced uh restoration tech. And Megatron has his own. And here's the thing, it makes sense because they're like a warship. The dark side is a ward warship, and the Axelon is like a, a research vessel. Yeah. So presumably only one person might need it at a time because it wasn't even meant for war. So eh, that makes sense. And uh, we're speaking of the Axelon. Yeah, we're back uh, outside the Axelon, and uh, Optimus, Rat Trap, and Air Razor finally get home. And uh, yeah, yeah they're, they're, they're like, they freak out. They're like, why are the shields down? The shields are down, and so is one of the moons. <laughs> <laughs> That's weird. Does that moon look any different to you? <laughs> Catch up, Rat Trap. Oh, he's been uh, suspended in the air looking in one direction. So I guess this is the first time he's seen the moon or the planet buster. Yeah. And uh Rat Trap and Cheetor are coming. Oh, terrific. Now we can all get reduced to hot boin and slag together. <laughs> yeah, Cheetor and Tigatron. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, what did I say? I think you just said Rat Trap. No, oh, whatever. Yeah. I've I've called um the viewer the user like 11 <laughs> times. <laughs> I mean, technically, we would be the user. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, in our table, Beast Wars tabletop RPG, absolutely. Whoa. <laughs> that is <laughs> levels of deepness to it. Uh, they say in unison, shut up, Rat Trap. And we're we're back in the, the yeah. stasis hold. And Inferno's doing something to the stasis pod. Pressing like, I, some buttons to it. I I don't think he knows what he even knows what he's doing. I think he's just pressing random buttons. Or he's following specific directions from Megatron. Uh, maybe to like lock because remember it gets locked up later. Right. Oh maybe yeah. He's yeah. With it to to lock the door, and that's right. why he had sent him here. He wasn't supposed to take them out, but maybe he was supposed to like fuck with the door. Yeah, that that maybe, or he's just randomly pressing buttons. I always assumed it was Black Arachnia that did that, but yeah, Inferno doing it makes more sense. Well, I initially thought that it was Tarantulas, um, like, like when he like some kind of failsafe, some kind of failsafe if he's not the one to get in it. Yeah. Um, but then I was like, oh, it was Megatron when he like programmed the um the cell. Remember, he's like, ah, oh, time to add my own programming to it. 
Yeah. Yeah, it was Megatron then. Like I were like, was it was it Black Arachnia? Was it Megatron? Was it Inferno? It, yeah, it but I, I Megatron, don't, right? I don't see how altering the the programming of the transwarp cell would lock the door of a stasis pod, though. But Megatron acts like he did it, and I can't yeah. think what else the reprogramming would have done. Yeah, whatever. We'll go with it. Well, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> it, it's Megatron or and or Black Arachnia and or Inferno and or Tarantulas. <laughs> somebody answer, somebody locked the door. The answer is yes. Yes. <laughs> and uh, there's a comical fight between Inferno and Black Arachnia. It's pretty well, uh, pretty pretty interesting. Pretty well choreographed. There's lots of karate, yeah. <laughs> a lot of taekwondo moves, Black Arachnia dodging. Yeah, it's not um, really worth going into to it, detail about. It, it looks cool, but it's a fight. Um, the long, the TLDR is that he screams a bit, uh, she disarms him and shoots him in the head, and his gun is bigger than Black Arachnia when she's holding it. It's fucking huge. He laughs in the face of danger. But unlike <laughs> others who might hesitate, no, she just fucking slags him. She's a bad bitch. Yes, she is. I like I it. it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, so she goes over to Tarantulas and like uh, takes his like VR headset that he had earlier and like hooks it up to like puts it on and like hooks it up to his head and because she need, want, needs to get some info out of his data tracks and she's walking around a like VR version of his lab. I love this inside his his head and yeah she it's grabs, cool she grabs a uh a virtual like transwarp cell and then a bunch of tarantulas heads yeah she's looking for up. some additional information and the visual representation of that is her exploring his lab yeah but she hears him start to laugh in the background and then suddenly she's in darkness surrounded by like three laughing tarantulas heads as she screams in pain. Yeah. Then there's like a bolt of energy. She screams in like agony and rips the VR headset off of her. Yeah. Like some net running. Like she just got like fried bullshit. Yeah. There's uh, a lot of cyberpunk shit in this and I like it. Yeah. So we're, we're back on the, the bridge and, uh, the Maximals come up the um, uh, the elevator platform, and but like, wasn't that wasn't it broken? The glass. Dinobot fell through it. Uh, no, uh, the camera pans are because uh, Air Razor steps on some oh, spider web. Oh, so there are two, and yeah, and she taken us this long to f- confirm that. Yeah, and she looks up. They all look up and see uh, Rhino oh, and right. Dinobot on the ceiling. Yeah, and the camera pans around, and on the other side of the room is the the smashed one, the smashed platform. Okay, so there is two. Remember how insane we got about like, is there one? Is there two? No, because well, there there was that one episode where it showed that there was two, but like the room was clearly mirrored. <laughs> yeah, and that was the first time we had ever seen that there were two. Yeah, because from the outside of the axelon, it only ever shows one. <laughs> they all descend down and run out of like one. Yeah. Well, 
Now, and we were like, we hang know. on. Now, now we know. Uh, so yeah, they, they figure out that the spiders are there, and um, so they gotta go hunt him down, and Rat Trap says, let's Sentinel handle him. And Optimus and that... is like, we can't spare the power. I Spare the fucking power! Okay, hold up, well, hold up. They, they probably Why no, hasn't well... Sentinel been on? They wouldn't have been infiltrated if Sentinel was on. It would have activated and shot the fucking spiders when they were on the roof. No, I think they're saving like all power they can for the shields, which I mean, given the the situation, like that seem seems like a fair play. Okay, so before Sentinel was deactivated and they were just relying on that like hard energy shield. Yeah, and I think and the reason they were never shot or the turrets never activated and sent inside was because all the power was going to the shield again another another star trek thing <laughs> and divert, the divert reason all, divert all power available power to shields <laughs> okay so and the reason they're not activating it now is because optimus wants to save power for later yeah if they need it for the shields yeah because there's a giant planet buster thing yeah okay okay fair moving on i i can accept that <laughs> Yeah, that that that's my best guess. Again, no, like that's, that makes my, sense to me. My Star Trek knowledge, <laughs> my uh, my experience with Star Trek. They have Trek, a limited number of energy that they can move around or harness at any time. I I accept that. Yeah. And he's like, uh, one more thing: if you find them, I want them functional. I thought he was going to say, "If you find them, slag them." <laughs> <laughs> No, like, he wants why? them functional because he wants to do it himself. That that's that's the vibe I got from him. He's like, I want them functional so I could torture them, those motherfuckers. And everyone's like, Whoa, Optimus. whoa, whole new side of you there, Optimus. You got that like v- vibe from his tone too. Uh, yeah, totally. That he wanted to fuck him up a little. Yeah, yeah. I, I want them alive so I can beat the shit out of them. Yeah. Yeah, it's the way he says it. Yeah, okay. Yeah. <laughs> amazing. Yep. Uh, speaking of which, speaking of amazing, uh, we're at the Planet Buster, and it's like little like met- metallic flower thing uh, in the middle of the ring. Uh, uh, shoots out a wave of energy across it, and then each point uh, focuses a beam which then like yeah. combine and it shoots a beam of energy at the planet. Yeah, it's almost coalesces like some sort of like honeydew. It's it's wild and it's kind of like a beam that gets larger like a like a golden eye, <laughs> right? Yeah, and it is a uh it's not an energy beam, it is a beam of heat. It's a heat beam, a heat ray. Because, oh, as Optimus uh, points out, when he when they uh, when the dinner table, the computer at the dinner table is all like uh, uh, warning energon or planet being superheated or whatever, and it shows like a bunch of red dots in the mountains, presumably and, large energon deposits. Energon deposits, yeah. And Optimus is like, "By the Matrix, no, they're going to ignite the energon deposits." So basically, yeah. they're going to destroy the planet by blowing up all of the energon. 
interesting that it's not just a giant laser that blows it up. It's they're they're superheating the planet. Presumably, this is also boiling off any water and like killing anything it hits. Yeah, like well, it says one hundred and forty the- rads, which is a radiation um me- a unit for measuring radiation rather than heat. Yeah. Anyone who's uh, played so, Fallout will know that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and um, is that like rads per like second? Is it just a, a steady like... Because humans can live from that much radiation. But like it shows, it literally showing like mountains exploding, forests on fire. What else is going on here? Earthquakes are happening. It's... It's fucking shit up. The whole planet's shaking. It's bad yep. news. Lots of heat. The atmosphere seems to be igniting. It's it's bad. Too much energon. <laughs> too much energon. That's that's what it comes down to. Too much heat and too much energon. So yeah. the planet's gonna fucking blow up by the end of this. <laughs> yeah, that, that's what's quite going literal. On. Quite literally, the planet's eventually just gonna blow up. And uh, the dark side isn't in a good. I told them not to land it in like a dormant volcano, but. <laughs> The dark side's like slipping into lava to some extent. And Megatron is like, brilliant! They're causing a chain reaction which will rip this planet to atoms and destroy all traces of them. Simply to deal with us. (laughs) What sheer ruthlessness. What disregard for sentient life. I rather like these aliens. I fucking love that line, that whole line. <laughs> yeah, and Parasaur, like in 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 like horror of what he just heard, turns as the whole ship. By the way, like they're bad news. They're in a fucking vault, like dormant volcano, right? Their whole ship is way worse off than the Axelon. Like there's fires, explosions. It the, it's dark. Like and they don't lights are flickering on. And correct me if I'm wrong, but they don't appear to have an energy. They don't shield. have energy shields. Nope. Their turrets ain't gonna help them now. <laughs> and Pterosaur is like, what? Like them? They're trying to destroy us. <laughs> uh, Wasbinator not want to be destroyed. Wasbinator has plans. I love that. <laughs> and I'm like, aw. I yeah, aw. Like I <laughs> it's it's impossible to hate Waspinator. Right? Like it, I feel like if you released him from the Beast Wars, he he would just like get a job and like, you know, enjoy enjoy life. You know what I mean? Like, oh, Waspinator, stop by and get ice cream after work. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right? He's like weirdly wholesome for a bad guy. He's I, I really like I really like that. Yeah. He is oddly wholesome. Uh, <laughs> Speaking of wholesome, <laughs> oh, Scorpionhawk follows okay, it up with, "Yeah, I love this." So right after Waspinator, he goes, "No, no Megatron will save us," <laughs> and he looks up at his father figure, and Megatron's and, just like, "I no. think not, no." <laughs> uh, uh. And and uh, he turned, man, fucking Scorponok. Megatron will save us. <laughs> and him just being like, I think not, no. <laughs> but then he he continues, and he's like, I rewinded this because I loved all of these lines so fucking much. 
Megatron will save us, right? Oh, Raspinator had plans. Raspinator has plans. <laughs> it's the way all the lines are delivered. Uh, these are just so fucking good. But uh, Megatron says, no, no, I've reserved that task as for saving them. I've reserved that task for Tarantulas. Yep. So he's got some uh, so, some plans with the, the stasis pod and uh-huh. the, the transwarp cell. Yeah, and he asks the computer to um, update him on the uh, with the situation at the Axelon, and it can't because um, their shields are at maximum now. Blast! And he gets so angry at this and like slams the <laughs> slams his like little counter and he's like blast. So uh, uh Here back we at are the on Planet Energon. Back at the Axelon, uh Rat Trap and Air Razor are um sneaking through halls with their guns out, uh looking for the spiders. And Air Razor has a gun that I don't think we've ever seen her wield before. Oh, she's always just had her wrist like yeah, her wrist darts, but oh, this is like cool. a gun that has like feathers and like a beak on it. Yeah. But but her head has the beak. So where'd that beak come from? <laughs> it's it's weird. It's like when we got a glimpse behind a uh, peek behind the curtain and we saw Cheetor's room and he's got like six tummy guns. And yeah. we're like, "Hold up. <laughs> Why did he have more than one?" <laughs> And, uh, yeah, uh, Black Arachnia is, like, working on the stasis pod, and it's, like, all systems online, and she's, yeah. like... She's got the VR headset on, and she's, like, I... We did it! I did it! And she smiles and, like, perks her boobs out. She, like, puffs her chest up, which, like, warps the size <laughs> of her metallic spider boobs. It's noticeable because we we have pointed it out, and we look for it now. Yeah. And, uh... And, uh Yep, too late. And she's like, she, she's like, hacking, done with hacking, and pleased with herself. Air Razor and Rat Trap lift their guns right to her head. I weirdly feel kind of bad for her in this one moment because she's all like, "Hey, wow, I did it!" And then immediately, she just, then immediately she just gets like guns pointed at her. I, I was, I actually laughed out loud. She like <laughs> nervously cl- clips her like talons, and she takes off the VR headset slowly, and she's like, "Did did you know that we have a truce?" <laughs> uh, well, I guess to be fair, like they wouldn't necessarily know that the truce is over. Like, at least as far as the Predacons are concerned. I, I like... Oh. Oh, like, yeah, that's a good point. They were here the whole time. Yeah, uh, they were the here the whole time yeah. when all the, like, Green Dome action was going on. Yeah. I mean, although they sh- they themselves shot at... <laughs> um, yeah, that's why I thought that was kind of funny. <laughs> <laughs> Did you know that we have a truce? And uh, as the whole planet's, like, literally burning. Yeah. External oh. temperature at 300 rads and climbing. Uh, that isn't a temperature, my dear. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever, rads it, sound cool, right? Uh, indeed. Um, Optimus <laughs> frantically like shakes Cheetor <laughs> and is like, how long before Rhinox is functional? <laughs> 
Yeah, I love that. <laughs> we were just talking about, like, holy shit, like, the CR chamber can take its time. Because, like, Rhinox isn't even in the this episode. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's right, he isn't. Um... No, he was taken out, but, well, it shows him dazed in the CR chamber later. But other than that, no. Um... <laughs> he shakes him. <laughs> yeah, that's why he's like grabs him, but he grabs him by the arms and like shakes him. How long before Rhinox is functional? And he's like, at least a mega cycle <laughs> blast. Don't give me that, uh, that that doctor mumbo jumbo. I need I need English. <laughs> long time. <laughs> um, and what is it? Rat trap radios, uh, Optimus, and is like is like, hey, you better get down to the hold. There's something here you gotta see. Yeah, um, they, uh, b- before Optimus heads down to to see what the fuck is going on, by the way, Optimus is super frantic in these scenes. Never seen him like this. Yeah. Um, Sentinel tells him that there's 28.5 cycles until approximately the planet reaches the point of no return. Right. Like, 28 more cycles, so you know, almost half an hour, and the damage to the planet will be beyond the point of no return. I Because it's, it's hard for me, because I'm like, well, this isn't like a countdown. It's not a bomb. The whole planet is shaking itself apart and lighting on fire, <laughs> right? Uh, no, I, I think the computer has just estimated, like, based on, like, what's going on, like, how much... Like, how long the planet under these conditions, like, how long it'll take the planet to finally be destroyed under these current conditions. I think, yeah. they, I think, I think the computer but is like just estimating based on 90% that. of the way to destruction is still cataclysmic for a planet. Do yeah. You know what I mean, like, the atmosphere would be burned away. All life would be, like, mostly, like, dead. Right, like all the jungles would be on fire, like ninety percent of the way to, like, catastrophic. Well, yeah, realistically, what's going on in the like on planet Energon right now? Like, most of the wildlife should be dead by this point. Yeah, especially with the radiation piling up. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, they're all in the hold now, and Optimus uh, is like incredible. It just might fly. Yeah. And uh Arachne is like, yeah, of course. But uh You ape. Yeah. But <laughs> uh, like, well, he is an ape. It'll only respond to me, so you know, fuck you. And yep. he's like, No, fuck you, make it respond to me. <laughs> right. <laughs> he like picks her up by the the waist, the neck. Yeah. Like in like rags or like rag dolls or grabs his other fucking gorilla hand over her skull to remind him that he's a fucking like eight hundred pound gorilla that could rip her head off. Like he, yeah, and she still sassily resists. And uh, people uh, and everyone's just like, uh, uh, why? What's your plan here? And he's like, well. Every uh, alien structure is designed with a purpose in mind, and this one is busy, so I think I can get close enough to destroy it. And Rattrap is like, with what? One of your we-can-do-it speeches? (laughs) (laughs) Right? (laughs) But uh, Optimus is like, a transwarp explosion. So blow up the transwarp cell and... 
which I'm yeah. like, shit, that's actually a good idea. Right? Like, these episodes fucking make sense. Great. <laughs> and uh, Black Arachnia, like, cackles, and she's like, oh, okay, but you just blow yourself up um, into atoms. And he's like, well, if it saves the planet, it'll be worth it. And uh, that's such foreign thinking to a Predacon, I guess. But well, he I... makes a really good he makes a really good point because he's like, if not, I'm no worse off. Yeah, it's like either way, I'm going to die. Like so. I cannot do this, and everybody dies, or I can try and die, and maybe everyone else will live. So I mean, that's might, might as well. Yeah. I mean, I think most like most people would like to would like to think that in that kind of situation, that's the choice they would make. But I mean, you never really know, right? Yeah, she even like gasps and she's like, oh, holy shit. Um, yeah, so the Unhand me so, the, so she she kind of like comes to this realization. She's like, oh, wait a second. I have to I do might, this if I want to survive. Yeah, I might live if I yeah. do, if I cooperate. Oh shit. <laughs> Stand aside. <laughs> Stand aside. Cuts. I have work to do. <laughs> it's time to hack. Again. <laughs> <laughs> and and uh, then everybody does the uh the like the oh you gotta let me fly the ship, big boss. No, I'll go. No, I'm Spartacus. I'll go. And um, Tigatron's got a good point. He's because he he fe- feels responsible for the floating island being destroyed. Remember? I yeah. don't think that was his fault, but right, right, yeah. And uh, yeah, so everybody does the whole like, "Let me go, Optimus." No, and me. Then, yeah. And uh, Optimus is like, "Well, what about you, Rat Trap?" <laughs> yeah. Rat Trap is like, "Well, what about you?" <laughs> He's like, hey, suicide ain't ain't in my job description. I I like that. <laughs> yeah. If anyone on the team is going to have that attitude, it's right. He's like, hey, I'm a team player, but uh, I like living. <laughs> and uh, I like that his question was just rhetoric. He's like, well, rat trap, because like everybody <laughs> else had like insisted they go. Yeah. And, <laughs> and he's uh, like, fuck that shit. <laughs> Uh, and uh, but he does give Rat Trap a mission. He says, "Uh, hey, if you can rig the transwarp cell to explode, I'll need about thirty nanoclicks. So, as we've found out, about thirty seconds. Uh, I need thirty nanoclicks to clear the ship. Right? Didn't you and... say like a a click was actually like a unit? Or oh, well, right, yeah. When we started watching, click is um." like s- slang for uh, kilometers, right? Oh, just like five clicks off, right? We live in right. Canada, listeners. So uh, we I-, I looked into it and uh the the US mili- yeah the mil- oh, US military also uses clicks as well. To oh, refer to good. to refer to kilometers. Oh good. Yeah. So uh it's at easier least, to at, measure, honestly. At least that's what the, the internet told me. I could be wrong. <laughs> Most of our listeners are American, so if I am wrong, write yeah, in. Yeah, if you're in the military and there's another word for clicks. But yeah, that's what we saw it at, thought at first. But then um, 
we realized that Click in like Transformers terms and Beast Wars term is a time unit. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and it's different. <laughs> um, yeah, it's yeah, so take a minute or two. Yeah, so um, the shields. Black, Black Arachne has got everything ready to go, and uh, Optimus transforms and climbs in, and uh, he's he like, realize this is crazy." Yeah, he's like cozy, and she's like, "Just like a coffin." <laughs> yeah, I like that cheeky line. She's like, just like a coffin. And that makes me think, like what you said, wait, I thought it was Black Arachnia. Is that like tipping her hand? No, it was Megatron. Yeah. Yeah. That, it's, yeah. that it won't open again? Maybe? I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even know anymore. <laughs> Nobody does. Yeah. And we've he, we, yeah, we've been says, podcasting for over three hours, listeners. We are going crazy. <laughs> but uh, Optimus is like, hey, thanks for your help. And she's like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and everybody kind of says that. It's like that uh, trope where like everybody like, hey, if, uh, you're going to come back, but just in case you don't, you know. Like Tigatron says, may the Matrix protect your spark for all eternity. And uh, I like what Rattrap says. He's like, eh, just in case you, you don't come back, <laughs> can I have your quarters? Asking the real questions. Yeah. It's like, well, <laughs> you know, this... <laughs> go ahead. You're not going to need, you're not going to need that, uh, that big spacious captain's cabin anymore. So when you're uh, on fire <laughs> yeah. when you are dead in space. So, yeah. uh, you know, um, asking the real questions, really. The the practical questions, yeah, yeah. To which Optimus says no. He he shakes his head and laughs, and he's like, "No, yeah, whatever happens out there, I want you to know that all of you are the finest crew I've ever served with." And Black Arachne is just like, "Do Maximals always talk such slop?" And fucking Air Razor just like decks her several times. Fuck yeah. Like, actually knocks her out. And I'm like, man, I... when I was a kid, we've talked about it, like, Air Razor wasn't our favorite, but I, I, we needed a mom on the Maximal team, and I got one. And my partner pointed out, well, you can't have one of the male transform, uh, one of the male uh, Maximals puncher. And I'm like, touche. <laughs> Shooting yeah. is different. It's fair. I guess. Although we've seen like Megatron manhandle her before. He's a bad guy. Yeah. <laughs> right. So uh yeah, the stasis pod seals and uh Optimus puts his face shield down and like a badass. <clears throat> stasis pod uh the the hatch opens on the axelon and the stasis pod flies up toward the uh the planet buster. Yeah, and it's like so bright, this like like heat ray being shot at them. It's like looking at the sun. Yeah. Man. And this so is some shit. And uh yeah, uh Megatron scans the stasis pod and 
finds out that it's not Tarantulas flying flying it. It is Optimus. Yeah. By the pit, the command codes have been changed. By the code. <laughs> <laughs> well, blow me down. <laughs> uh. Um, how delicious, yes. Oh, he does say that. How delicious. And so this whole time, man, I... These these three episodes are so well written. It like kind of blows my mind. Like as it all like comes out and rewatching them now, I'm like, oh no, it wasn't like slopped together. Like it, it all of this like plan like perfectly makes sense now. Yeah. So he wasn't counting on blowing up Optimus, but he was still counting on hijacking the stasis pod with Tarantulas in it and flying it into the Planet Buster and blowing Which it up. Which is why he programmed the. The transwarp cell. Which yeah. is why he had a plan to save everyone in the first place. Which was why he needed tra- um, Tarantulas to do all of this in the first place anyway. Yeah. And, uh... Yeah, and he he presumably put uh, Black Arachnia into the, uh, into the mix so she could help him. Yeah. Because he knew she would. Um, but basically, uh, they are in the, the bridge, right? And they're like, oh, how are you able to, um, what is it in the, in the axelon here? They're like, how are you able to signal, get a signal through, um, the shields? And Cheetor says, oh, I opened a hole big enough for a spectrum pulse. And he's like, Rhinox showed me how. And it cuts to, and he's he's like, I wish he was here, but like he's six feet away in the CR chamber. Yeah, he's just asleep. Like he'll yeah. be fine. He's not even asleep. It cuts to him, <laughs> and he's like, Optimus. <laughs> and uh, man, I I don't know if I'm ready to to handle this again. <laughs> yeah, this is uh. Man, I I don't like Megatron. Before I thought like he he's he's reached real villain villainy for me. I I'm pissed. I'm pissed, man. <laughs> yeah. So Optimus is flying toward the uh, the Planet Buster, like right in the middle of the beam, and uh, basically the computer tells him it's it's time to go. So he's like, "All right, open command hatch," and the computer is like, "Unable to comply." pod hatch has been sealed and optimus is like but that's impossible and megatron comes like, in pops up pops on the up. window of yeah. the hatch oh i assure you it is not and yeah. uh, how ironic isn't it both of us hitting upon the same plan to destroy the alien machine fortunately in my version the pilot goes down or should I say, up with his ship? I'm like, <laughs> wow. Good good joke, bro. <laughs> and Optimus is like hitting the inside of the window, like trying to get out. And uh, the Maximals are like, are noticing like he, he's he almost there. Like, why hasn't yeah. he gotten out yet? And, uh, and then some creepy shit 
some creepy fucking weird possession shit happens here. Okay, they're all like being like, come on, big boss, like get out of there. And Black Arachnia, with her eyes glow green, and with Tarantulas's voice, she says, presumably part of his consciousness has transferred into her mind and possessed her, at least momentarily here. And yes, he says, yes. too late. <laughs> Goodbye, Optimus. <laughs> and then back in the stasis pod, uh, this is a line that you brought up earlier. Megatron is like, oh, you Optimuses do love to sacrifice yourselves, don't you? Yeah. And I was like, Optimuses? Hold up. Because <laughs> they do. Optimus Prime sacrificed himself. But but is it a, a different Optimus? It is, yeah. Oh, shit. Yeah, they, yeah because he's he dead, but then they brought him back. Uh, whatever. <laughs> well, they're not the same characters. This is like... No, but, it, yeah. me, but Megatron is... Megatron is the only one that is the same, correct? No, they're not the same characters at all. At all? Okay, I don't know why, but something happened a while back and convinced me otherwise. But they're not, right? No, they're not. Okay, the, okay, thank you. <laughs> when when the uh, the the toy line was originally launched by Hasbro, that was the intent. That's why a lot of the characters like have some oh. similarities to G one characters. Like Tarantulas is basically like Shockwave. Star, uh, yes. Um, Pterosaur is basically uh, Starscream, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. We we yeah, Scorpionox a lot like um, Soundwave. Soundwave is Scorponok, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, Cheetor we, is Hot Rod, etc. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. We we've talked about this before, but yeah, yeah that was that, that was the original intent with the, the toy line, but the showmakers decided to go a different way with it. Mm-hmm. And so these are like completely new characters that are just descendants of the Autobots and Decepticons. Yeah, because it's been a long time. Like I presumably can they die of old age? Uh I well they can Seemingly, they can live forever if they're in stasis, but if they're right. not in stasis... Or if they're uh, sparks screaming through space. <laughs> yeah. Well, Starscream sort of. Spark is immortal. Yeah, he's, he's special. A, he's, a, he's a unique case. <laughs> but uh, I, I assure you, uh, all of these questions will actually be answered. Oh. All right, then. So C- Carrying on. But yeah, I, I found that line interesting. Oh, you Optimuses! Um, what does he say here? Do love to sacrifice yourself. Do love to sacrifice yourself. Fortunately, this time your foolishness will destroy you and your Maximals. <laughs> the Beast Wars are over, Optimus. You lose. Fucking like rubs it in his the way he points. <laughs> you lose. Yeah, and the. Uh... The, the ship is counting down to the transwarp explosion. Optimus Prime is like screaming, no, Megatron. Yeah. God, this shit wrecked me when I was a kid. Man, it's wrecking me now. Oh, yeah. When I, when I, I watched, and did I watch, I watched these on Monday, I think. And like, I actually like teared up at the end. And no joke. My partner like, no was lie. like, yeah. My partner was like, 
oh, like, surely he's fine. But the, as it's slow-mo, it shows the same explosion a few times from different angles. Really shows off the the cool explosion Nova effect. It actually shows, like, Pieces parts of, of Optimus. Him, including his face. Yeah, like, he's... He's exploded. <laughs> yeah, he... He's dead. He's, a chunk. he's He's fucking dead. And, uh, yeah, so the... Uh, yeah, the stasis pod exploded. Uh, the planet buster has been destroyed, and Optimus is in pieces. Ed and the camera pans over to Planet Energon and says the end with a question mark. Yeah, man, when <laughs> I that was like. I can't Man, even. Twelve-year-old can't, can't handle that shit. I can't even put into words just how like much of a like holy shit thing this was for me at like twelve. And I'm like, I'm like, is it is it the end? Is Optimus is dead? Like, is there going to be more? What what's going what's going to happen? And it, I didn't even find out because this was like back in the early days of the internet and like I didn't have a computer or anything like that or computer access so right. I didn't have access to the internet and I wouldn't have known where to look so I had no idea until several months later like whether the show was even coming back or not and it's like the end question mark so you're like fucking hope not I need answers damn it yeah so that's, all, that's a lot to take in so so that's it folks thank you uh we're staying on that wild fucking journey. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So that was the final three episodes of season one of Beast Wars. Uh, on the Too Much Energon, uh, here on Too Much Energon, we rate episodes on the Too Much Energon scale, which is ranges from not enough Energon to sufficient Energon to Too Much Energon. Um, I'm giving all three of these episodes a too much energon, a very high too much energon. I think these are some of the best episodes in the entire. That's uh, a pretty, pretty high, too much energon for me, dog. They're uh, they're not perfect. Uh, we've we've kind of nitpicked at some flaws, uh, in all of yeah. the episodes. I. The biggest thing is the whole. Yeah, is <laughs> kind of <laughs> like it's not perfect. Um, it it some of the like the the wonky like time to use like a, a frying like a not a frying pan uh the <laughs> sheet of metal down and ooh here's like a a boulder to take them down there's a tiny amount a tiny amount of like filler like nothing is perfect right and like a few like random like cutaway scenes that. didn't yeah. really like serve any per like the the one scene where it's like where it's like do you think Tigatron's going to succeed well he better because we need answers yeah it's like anyways scene- back to you <laughs> anyway back to Tigatron now it's like that cutaway was completely unnecessary yeah and i was like hold up why'd they do that yeah. good 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 point yeah uh so, yeah, uh, if you want to support the show, check out our website, www.toomuchenergon.ca, or check out our Facebook page, uh, facebook.com slash toomuchenergon. 
Uh, if you want to get in touch with us, send us an email at too much energon at outlook.com. Uh, I actually got DM'd by a listener on uh, Twitter today. What? Um, yeah. Uh, so Twitter user, if I'm saying this wrong, uh, I apologize, but it, it lo- looks to me like Malkman is here. <laughs> uh he says, hello, Energon host, just discovered you. I'm actually just getting into Beast Wars, and I thought this is a good pod so far. Rad, I was just, he's just getting into it. Yeah. Uh, I was just curious if you guys, being Transformers fans, knew about the anime spinoffs. Uh, I'm sure you already know that Beast Wars uh, dubbed into being a comedy, so these shows are really lighthearted, to say the least. I was just curious if you two were going to be covering them as well. Uh, huh. <laughs> we, we, we've kind of talked about, uh, uh, we've kind of talked uh, a little bit about the, the beast wars animes. Uh, Cal actually didn't know until I uh, no like, idea. Made, <laughs> made an offhand mention of them uh, no a few weeks idea. ago. <laughs> I like offhandedly uh, referenced one of the beast wars anime shows and Cal was like, wait, there's a beast wars anime. <laughs> yeah. I was dumbfounded. I'm I, still, uh, hard to believe. <laughs> Yeah, so we we haven't don't really have any like concrete plans, but uh, it could be something that you know maybe we uh, we we dedicate a couple episodes of too much commentary to it, or oh, that's a good point. Yeah, or watch the whole thing and just do like a big big info dump on it, or yeah, something like that. Something like that. Uh, uh we don't know for sure. Uh, we might do something with it, but uh, yeah, stay tuned. Anything can happen. Happened. <laughs> Anything, Anything can, can happen. <laughs> Anything can happen. There's a uh, there's a whole lot of uh, not only Beast Wars but uh, Transformers content to to mine for episodes of Too Much Energon. Hmm. I'm still gonna check it out because I'm like, huh, that's a thing. But, uh, I've seen yeah. an episode or two of it. It's it's pretty bad. Um, okay, <laughs> but uh, it could be one of those things that it's like you know it's so bad that it could be fun to watch. But right, right, right. We'll we'll figure that out uh, down the road. Yeah. For, uh, for now, for now, we're we're gonna get through. Like, we're gonna the... give you a, a hard maybe. <laughs> yeah, we're for for now we're gonna get through the the main uh, Beast Wars show. Uh, yeah. And Speak- it's fucking rocking. Uh, speaking of which, nope. next week we will be back uh, with a special bonus uh, end of season one episode where we're going to kind of recap the entire season. Uh, we're going to talk about some couple unproduced episodes that I whose existence I just discovered recently and uh, countdown our our picks for the top episodes of the season. And we might have a special guest. Dun, uh, dun, dun. So uh, keep an eye out for that. Uh, yeah, we've been doing this for, I. this is one of our longest recording sessions yet. So uh, we're going to get out of here. Um, I have been one of your hosts, Christopher Siege. 
I'm your other host, NeoCal. And until next week, Beast Mode. Beast Mode? Can I have your quarters? <laughs> 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 No. <laughs> Beast mode! <laughs> <laughs>